Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 52 of the Unpaid and Underrated podcast, the podcast about crew, for crew, by crew, featuring crew, served up by crew, rated by crew, and constantly mocked by crew. I am one of the hosts, Big Joey. I am joined by Big Keith. Howdy. And Big Grayson. Hello, hello. Like your setup, he's got like a he's got like a microphone. Got the the trucker gear uh, rig. I would have said pilot. Yeah, gamer. I mean, it's yeah, game it's gamer a, headphones, basically. Gamer headphones. All right. Yeah. Well, um, what are you drinking? You guys, got anything cool going? I've got. I don't know what I got. Hannah picked this up last night. It's a uh, poppy prebiotic root beer. Poppy. Hmm. Uh, prebiotic care. Prebiotics like all the rage right now. I keep seeing it and I don't know what it means. So probably not to be confused with poppy. Or probiotic, like prebiotic, probiotic. I don't know what any of that shit Amateur means. biotic. And then you got the greens and all that shit too. Like I don't know what yeah. any of that is. I just yeah, just give me some bubbly. Uh so I got a Wegman's dragon fruit berry. It's pretty tasty. Uh, it, I'm I'm running out of like shit to buy. Like that's a struggle, dude. I'm like I'm dying. Like every time I'm at the grocery store, like I, I need to actually start going to different grocery stores, maybe to find different brands. Because like I feel like if I just do the same thing, it's like I don't know. I try to like add to the segment, but it's getting very difficult. Uh, yeah, just yeah. To keep finding new stuff. Well, I have something new. Um, I haven't been able to find it before, and Steve found it and sent a picture. So I went searching for it. It is PC because we just have the best the best stuff, and it is uh. It is cranberry ginger ale. Ooh, that could be good. Sparkling water. So it is actually really good. It's got the sweetness of the cranberry, a little hint of ginger ale. It's, I've been drinking it since I got on the computer. I would say that like sparkling, those are, those are that's two essence flavors that sparkling water in general does all right. Like so some kind of like a ginger ale would say like is lime-ish, you know, and then like any kind of like, eh, is it though? I guess. No, no, there's no, no limes. There's no limes in ginger ale. There's a lot of ginger. <laughs> okay, so- <laughs> Whatever, gin, gin, okay, we'll look at it this way. Ginger ale and Sprite kind of taste similar. Nope. And they, they, I said kind of, as in like they're the anti-cola, whatever. Yeah, they, and they all have a little hint of cherry coke. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Everything <laughs> tastes like cherry cola. So, yeah, there was my segment of being inaccurate for the day. Oh, somebody's going to rag on you for that one. Just, yeah, your intro, you hit it on the head. Like, it's just, it's rag on us day or week or month. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> Like, I feel like I, I feel a little bit of the pain the sisters must feel of just getting your balls busted. You say the one wrong thing and some asshole latches onto it. And it's just like, oh, man, I really feel it now. Uh, it's just always really funny to me. It is. I just sometimes it catches you at like the worst moment. And I'm like, oh, if I wasn't in such a shitty mood, that'd be really funny. But you got me <laughs> a really bad time. So go fuck yourself. There's a cat. There's a cat. Oh, He's, Grace. Yeah. Is kitty. It's one of the three. I'm sure they'll all three make an appearance. At once, three's a lot. Three, three's a lot. That's uh, yeah. We we, we had we had two, and then uh, we took on a third. We didn't want to see him get rehomed elsewhere. So surprise cat. Yep, actually surprise <laughs> cat. <laughs> All right, uh, I am boring. I'm wearing a Norse Fitness shirt. I am big, big, beefy Masonomics blue, baby blue, light blue, whatever, whatever the the not black version is. Heather blue, blue balls. <laughs> I've got the, uh, I think, the yeah. OG. OG yeah, it is an OG shirt. Wow. From uh, that was from the Rapid City meet, the first meet I did. I think it was the uh, 
other hosts first meet as well if i recall nice that's one of the one of the og videos anyway i guarantee he'd say that was still the the same blank even though we all know it's not (laughs) (laughs) uh so is that a was that a trunk shirt was that a bought out of a trunk t-shirt that wasn't like a website t-shirt no no that was uh like 12 hours of lifting this this was like eight o'clock sold in the ymca gym the rapid city ymca gym so definitely a trunk shirt so you have you you might have multiple trunk shirts that we'll dive into later uh that's pretty cool well uh anybody uh let's see hold on let me see here uh i a lot of us have been booking the rooms for the 2024 lift hard live easy and no one's got a spot no oh i guess uh Jackson Ginger is the only one that might technically have a spot because he won a, you know, won a free entry and he said that Dave was going to let him put it towards that. So there's only 89 spots available for Lift Hard Live Easy 2024. Uh, I think three or four of us have already booked our hotels, though, just to kind of get it on the calendar. So I uh, pulled the trigger on mine today just so I didn't have to worry about it. And, uh, booked, booked, booked my room for Sioux Falls a couple weeks ago and just pulled the trigger on the Fairfield and uh, Aberdeen today. So I... I was looking at flights actually while I was waiting for you guys mm-hmm. um, f- to fly from Toronto to Aberdeen is cheaper than Sioux, F- Sioux, Sioux crew falls. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Now flying from my hometown. Cause I have an airport down the street from me uh, is way more expensive, but flying from Toronto to crew to Aberdeen was like $200 less than crew falls, which is fun. And Anything under a grand is pretty much like a deal at this point. I think that's what we paid last year was a grand a piece. Yeah, it's about eight hundred if I go like basic economy. But I, I still gotta like figure out if Steve's coming, if yeah. I'm booking my own hotel. Like there's there's too many variables. Um we did buy our Arnold tickets and we were looking at hotels. I've just been putting that off just as a sheer laziness. That's gonna be steep. Uh now how how far do you like to walk near the Arnold? Because I was super lazy. And like for me, it was like if I'm gonna go to the Arnold, I know I'm gonna want to go back to the room a couple times rather than just be there for 12 hours. So having the having the one attached that was like a a, a 10 minute walk all inside because it ended up raining all last fucking year, yeah. or well, the, the, technically this year. But uh, so if I go if if I go again in the future, I don't think I'm gonna go in 2024. 20, but if I go like in the future, like years down the road, I I think like the the hotel attached is just probably it for me, even though it's like 500 bucks a night, but it yeah. might be, it's just, I don't know. We were looking at one, just not, not attached, but like right there. And it was about $300 mm-hmm. a night. So we're, we're only staying the one night. Mm-hmm. Like we're not doing what we did last year where we go for three whole days and try and get there every day and all that. Like we're not doing that. We're going to drive in on Saturday, do like six hours at the Arnold, hang out with everybody afterwards at brothers and go home the next morning. Like we're not, yeah, it can't be another two thousand dollar trip. Like that's out of pocket. Yeah. Well, the benefit is if you're cool with rooming with Steve too. It's like, all right, well, three hundred divided by two versus you go with your wife. You don't get to divide that by two. <laughs> you're, you know, you get a, you get a three, you get a four or five again there. But if they're all under your same house, you know, you're still the one paying for the whole damn room. So having having the ability to share a room with someone isn't isn't the worst thing if you're down with the you know that. But we don't all have the luxury that Grayson does to be three hours from the Mecca out there. Yeah, I'm spoiled. Sometimes make a day trip, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Three hours in the morning, hang out for a little while. Three hours at night, we do that quite often. I got a bunch of nieces and nephews up there, so birthday parties and stuff. You ever go to the gym? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if we go back for like a holiday. I'll shoot... uh, 
one of our hosts uh, attacks and usually get a, a free pass in there, which is really nice. It's appreciated. So catch up with some of the guys. He's just giving out those free passes. <laughs> Let us all in there the day after the meet. We we're there's like dozens of us in there throwing stones around. Insurance nightmare. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did book the fair. I did book my hotel through Monday. Like, I'm gonna play that by ear. Like, I don't want to miss out on Sunday shenanigans. But you did. You yeah. You missed out on a lot Sunday. But if I can get a flight at like, if I can fly out of Aberdeen, eleven, twelve, one, two, anything in that realm. But if Aberdeen's stuck with the whole like it's a six a.m. flight or nothing else, then you know I might just have to do the. The Monday morning, but right now it's I I can just can't you know I can cancel the whole thing up to like two days before, so I'll just modify that depending on our flights. But I wanted to be prepared, but I just I don't know that I want to be out of work an extra day for finally get fucking like I was having a whole with one of my coworkers today about how much vacation we actually do get and like they they really fuck their new hires they only get like two weeks and then if you've been there for five years you get basically eighteen days so it's like Ooh. that's not a, that's not enough like I've been there for fucking ten years like I need, I need more vacation this fucking sucks but that's just like and that's weird too like I've never like I never really thought about it but like the company has existed at least in New York State for you know since twenty ten and everyone that's nowhere there's only a couple people still working there from the very beginning but like the amount of PTO you get maxed out at has like never changed it's just been like it's like just over three weeks and it's just what you get. You're like new hires to five years, basically get two weeks. And then as soon as you get your five years, you get three weeks. And then it's just, you know, maybe if you go salary, it's a different scale or whatever, but like, you know, I'm not going salary there. I'm just an hourly guy. So I don't know. Just uh, to ramble on about bullshit like that. So, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to cut you off. I wanted to see how long you go. Just, I was more, more venting. Cause like one of the, the new guy I worked with was venting to me. And I was just like, God damn it. I, I like, I already am like a pessimist about enough shit, but like I was kind of okay about like mentally where my job was at. And then like when other people were bitching about the job, I'm just like, you know, it's kind of, you know, you kind of have a point, but like, I don't need any more negativity in my life. So I try to be uh, as, <laughs> as it might not look, I try to be as happy as I can and try to not bring, <laughs> I, 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 I you know, just my, my personality, I add enough stress to my life. If I can limit 1% of stress, that's like a lot because I have so much stress that a percentage of my stress is a lot. If you're going to add stress to this podcast, you just stop unsubscribe right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do want to talk. I just actually finished watching the new YouTube video. Oh, holy shit. That's the first time in 25 weeks. I think you I had, maybe that's the- I had some time. I had oh, some boy. time. I was like, no, I want to watch this one. Cause we're going to chat about it. I want to hear it. Oh, um, it was really funny to me. Yeah. Um, because, um, like at first it was here's the things you might need to get into powerlifting. Okay, great. But then it just turned into Tanner listing things that cost money. Right? Yeah. Like it was just him rambling on. And it was just like, you know what else costs money? Food and motorcycles and hunting. And it was just him listing things that cost money. And if I, I don't know if that was his direction, but I thought that was really funny. And it was like getting into powerlifting, doing this, doing that, and then yeah. It was a solid two and a half minutes of stuff that costs money. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was comparing, you know, basically other hobbies. All these other hobbies would cost as much or more was his logic and his train of thought going with that. Uh, one thing that I picked up on that, like, I kind of will pick apart a little bit is, like, I didn't agree. I don't think powerlifting costs a, a tenth of as much as he said it would because 
90% of the people that are going to power lift are already in the gym lifting, doing something. Like, I don't know anyone that doesn't lift at all and is going to join a gym to train to power lift. You're already going to be a meathead in the gym and then be like, oh, let me just fucking do a meet. So in my opinion, the only thing you need to power lift, the only thing powerlifting costs you is maybe a coach, if you're going to actually have a coach for a, a meet prep and uh, your fucking, your your membership to the Federation and then the meet fee itself, you know, and maybe a singlet because you probably are going to have shoes, you probably are going to have a belt, like everything that he listed, I would see if, if but I guess in his, well, I guess now that I'm really diving into it, He's he might be talking more about just training powerlifting more so than competing in powerlifting. So I guess if you were going to just not have anything and just be someone that goes to Planet Fitness and doesn't have a belt or sleeves or anything. Yeah, you need that three hundred dollar or four hundred dollar investment. But then like, I don't know. I don't know many powerlifters that don't still train like you're like have a gym membership or have a home gym. So I don't know. That kind of threw me off. But I guess there are people out there that just kind of go from doing nothing to being all in they're just getting off the couch and being like you know what signing up <laughs> let's let's start looking at federation it's funny you mentioned that keith uh my buddy that moved here back in august um i actually just got him signed up for the december to remember event which is pretty cool but uh also i think i talked him into the lift hard live easy classic and he's never consistently lifted before and he's just like yeah that sounds sounds cool when I sign up and do it and he just just jumped in feet first. Hey, don't do that because we need the spots for us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, no, he's 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 not allowed. He's, he's crew though. He's crew. Oh, so he's actually crew. Okay. He, yeah, yeah, he is crew. I got him to join. The go. only thing Tanner left out was the I think the um the sixty dollars a year for your Costco membership and the four dollars a day <laughs> for your chicken <laughs> bakes. I think that's mm-hmm. the only thing he left out of the very important power lifter, the pizza pockets too. You need the pizza pockets. This is key. Not to be confused with the pocket pussies that were going around on the discord all week. <laughs> what? I'll get me. Don't act like I wasn't the only one that saw it. There was like three or four different memes about that shit. Yeah, I saw, I didn't, I, I must've missed the joke. I wasn't totally following. I, I must've missed it. Yeah. That I, I, uh, I, I think I missed the original context. I think, one of the hosts just posted the uh, the the barbell rescue, and then everyone else oh, started like, getting yeah. on to it about being a sex toy. Yeah, then when you mix, but I didn't vasal yeah. blitz with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, so yeah. That's 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 that was that was that origin story. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? All that sand everybody likes to talk about for their sandbags. You know, mix that in with your lotion next time you're <laughs> next time you're donating. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, that would exfoliate. Oh, I don't want to exfoliate that. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't need to exfoliate. Uh, anyway. So, Grayson, what what what'd you think of last week's episode? We have a little uh, segment here where we rate the, uh, the the podcast that Massonomics put out the week prior on a uh, scale of negative one to five JD powers. Uh, you know, so tell us what you thought of the episode and give us your uh, JD power rating. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, they, you know, it's always good to get news about, uh, the lift hard, live easy. So that was exciting. They touched on the, uh, December to remember event a little bit. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and, uh, I wasn't actually familiar with the American pro oddly enough. So that was really cool to hear, uh, Micah's perspective kind of on how they've grown it and developed it and try to add like 
little things for the lifters to to make it you know about them he wants to run a good meet but then at the same time he wants the lifters to en- enjoy it you know they they prep for it they spend so much time on it so i thought it was good um tough decision i think i'm gonna have to go with five jd powers Ooh, really yeah i mean okay well we'll circle back to see if you want to change that towards the end but uh we'll go ahead and put it we'll, we'll mark it in pencil for now and uh we'll, we'll see if we can't sway you with joey and i's perception of it i i got through it um you know uh you know i gotta say the stuff about butt rock was really funny because yes. I, lis- I listened to quite a bit of butt rock apparently um we're always sharing creed memes and stuff like that uh, me and Spoon. Um, the one thing, though, have uh, like I don't know if you guys are on TikTok or even if it's come across your Instagram. Have you guys heard the banana bread at work guy? Mm-mm, not familiar. Okay, so this there's this dude. He's got to either be drunk or stoned, and he's just ranting into his camera, and he's like, "Today I got some banana bread at work, bro." And like my mom said, if you wait for things, bro, good things will happen. And I waited and I got some fucking banana bread at work. And it's like, and he goes off and he starts like, you know, what's not great. Like when your eyes itchy and you scratch it, it's still fucking itchy, bro. Hell no. And like, he, he sounds like one of the guys at my work, but listening to the guest of this week, whenever he, he said, bro, so many times I started thinking of the banana bread at work, bro. If you guys can't, like, you just look it up in Reels or Instagram or just even Google search banana bread at work, bro, and see if you make that connection too. But it was really distracting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I got, I love the guys, the banana bread guys' energy. So it's not like, I, like I'm making fun of anybody. I love that video. He's so happy and energetic and trying to find positivity. So, but I couldn't get past every time he was like, bro. And like, I've just pictured him. He has sunglasses on the top of his head. And he's like, it was anyway. Um, so five JDs, five JD powers after all that. All right. That's good. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm not familiar with Mr. Banana Bread, but I have heard Micah on a couple other podcasts and he was exactly, you know, that's just, that's just his personality. Very kind of laid back, kind of like, I don't know if it's hipster, it might not be the right word, but just very, uh, very laid back and kind of like, just, you know, like he's a, like he always just, you know, toked up before the podcast kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but he was, uh, I, I did like that he talked about the, uh, the, you know, the American Pro. Um, one thing I liked is that he, they haven't announced like the prize pool because a lot of times to get those big lifters, they got to be like $100,000, $85,000. And like that's the only way you're going to get like Dan Bell or fucking John Heck go to meet because, you know, they're going to walk away with 20, 30 grand. But they're basically, he just said whatever the sponsors give, like they're not promising a set rate or a, you know, and then they, and then they added, uh, a, a a a multi or no they added a drug a drug tested day also so then it's like the pull like the uh you know the amount of awards they have to give out is you know going to be more so the the overall the amount of money each person wins is going to be depleted just because there's going to be more people competing in different divisions so you know i don't i don't know if it, it's going to draw as many bigger names i mean i basically i think dell is pretty much retired at this point but i know john hack's still there a couple of other, a handful of the other really big names uh but just talking about how he wasn't just like gonna go into the hole solely for the meat. Like he wasn't just going to be like, I'm going to pay $80,000 out of my own pocket. It's like, whatever the sponsors give is what they're going to get. So that was kind of cool. I really, I really like that. And, you know, for all those reasons listed, and, uh, I pretty much agree with everything that Grayson said, and mostly Joey minus the, uh, the, uh, you know, not, not being familiar with banana bread. Yeah. Uh, you, you'll agree with me when you hear it. 
<laughs> so for all those reasons, I guess this is hard. This is, I, I really stress about what I'm going to give this score each week. So uh, especially since I'm getting so much shit about my IMBD, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so afraid that if I give it the wrong score here, that people are going to attack my JD power ratings as well as my IMDB. So uh, we'll go ahead and give it five though. And, you know, come at me. Tough score. Oh, I'm on images. That's why I'm going to send the banana bread at work, dude. I'm going to send, I think the YouTube clip in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the chat in a few minutes. And then when you guys log off here, you go listen to it and then you can go, yeah, you're right. Sounds good. We'll get into that. Do you want to, uh, the next segment is kind of your baby. I don't know if you wanted to introduce that. No, that was Nate's baby. Well, 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 Nate's not here to defend himself. I thought you came up with it. Okay, so. Nate's not here, man. <laughs> with, with all our segments, for the most part, they'll, they'll they'll come and go. They'll be here for a minute. They might go away. They might be consistent. You know, we never know. It's, this is, uh, it's all kind of up in the air. But as a counter, more or less, to the what grinds my neuraling, we're going to introduce this week a uh, what cleans my neuraling, sponsored by Barbell Rescue. Use code NWC for a discount. Uh, so everyone, the concept of this would be not what pissed you off this week, not what you hate, but just one happy thing you saw, one good deed you observed, one thing you thought about that made you smile, anything in that nature, you know, talk about it for 30 to 90 seconds. And I think that'll be a segment for this week. If you guys are down. All right, I'll go. It's, it's usually going to be my kids because, you know, they're just so damn cute and just seeing them evolve. Um, and like get smarter and learn words and stuff. So last night, uh, I was off yesterday and I spent the entire day just playing the new Spider-Man game. Like I didn't, I didn't move from my rocking chair for like four hours. Like I lifted and then I sat down and played. And then when dinner time came, there was only enough leftovers to feed my dad and my wife. And I was like, then you guys have it. I'll figure something out. Cause I knew I had to deadlift today. So I wanted some calories. And then, um, I walk in and I'm looking around and doing the, you know, the guy thing where you open the cupboard and look and close it and you go to the fridge and look and you repeat. And my wife goes, just go for pizza. You've been talking about pizza all day. Just get your shoes on and go get a pizza. I'm like, I know, but like the money and I don't want to drive. Like I got to find something. And then my four-year-old just said, go get a pizza. Mm -hmm. And it was just so like, he didn't even look up from his iPad. He just, just go get a pizza dad. And it was like, the best because like it was just him being he was just repeating my wife but like he knew what he meant right so that was really that made me very happy nice nice i like to hear that what about you grayson do you have anything uh m- worth mentioning this week yeah um i kind of already touched on it but uh i wanted to use it for this segment so i had mentioned um you know that one of my good buddies moved here from is actually the east coast either massachusetts um derek and uh, he started lifting with me. He was wanting to get, you know, get in shape, get strong, stay, stay strong. strong, use the strength even. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's been coming to the gym with me for probably close to three months now. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always uh, spewing the sister podcast, talking about that and whatnot. And um, I had shared with him, you know, the December to remember event. And, you know, you should get signed up to the crew. It's a good time. You know, it's very laid back, you know. Uh, so he signed up for that and just decided he was going to commit to the lift hard live easy, which I thought was really cool. You know, 
like I said, he's a really good friend. So uh, it was kind of a feel-good moment. You know, he's just willing to jump in feet first and train with me. And it's nice to have a training partner too. So we kind of hold each other accountable there. And we're kind of working out what our prep will look like together. So I thought that was pretty neat. I love it. So you would say that that, uh, you know, cleans the uh, chalk out of your knurling then? Definitely. Awesome. Uh, sponsored by Barbell Rescue, code NWC. I will go last. I agree. Uh, I enjoyed hearing what both of them had to say. Uh, not having kids, but I can see the, uh, you know, I could see the benefit in your kid just being like, no, take care of yourself for a minute kind of thing. I, I dig that. And then anytime, you know, fellow crew and training partners support each other, uh, that's kind of where I'm going to go off on a little, you know, thing with uh, my training partner, Big Chris. I uh, met him at the Arnold. He's been coming down to the No Wine Cellar for the last seven, eight months since uh, March or seven and a half months, I guess. Uh, very consistent training partner every Sunday. And then all my lift parties be here like 95% of the time whenever he's in town. Uh, I hadn't seen him for a couple of weeks because I had been sick and then I hurt my back and he was out of town one week. And then uh, when he did show up, he came with uh, bearing gifts. He uh, bought a, re a replacement tripod for one of the ones that I had was broke. And then he picked out a new tripod, which actually goes taller and uh, like consolidates a little better. It's really nice. And it has like a little like a, a one of not, not necessarily a thumb screw, but like the thumb adjuster. It's like bright orange. So he just like specifically got it for that. And I'm like, oh, that's sick. I'm just, you know, like 50, 60 dollars with tripods. Just didn't have, didn't have to do that and just came bearing gifts. Said, here you go, buddy. Like, thanks for letting me train here. So. That's pretty cool. Uh, I always tell people like I don't, you don't have to get me anything to come train here. I don't charge or anything like that. It's just like I, I get, I get more out of this than you guys do being here. But when people actually go out of their way, it's you know, it's not even, it's not even a, a finance thing. It's making the gesture. Someone making a gesture to show you that they appreciate what you built for them. Uh, you know what you built in general, like the community that I've tried to build here. Mm -hmm. Like if someone actually showing some appreciation for that, like. And not necessarily a monetary value, not in a monetary way, but just in an effort. Like it took him effort to go specifically find the exact one that I had because he knows I'm OCD and like wanted to just have the exact same one. And then he took a shot on a new one and it worked out great. I had to like specifically say like I was very uh, 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 reserved if I was going to like that or not. And then turns out it's fucking awesome. So great job. Thank you, Big Chris. That very much cleaned the chalk and rust out of my barbell this week. Yeah, code NWC at Barbell Rescue, and uh, I've seen them before. I thought about buying them. The shipping is just a bit too much to Canada, so um, I've seen the product. It's looks like it's great. Um, just uh, yeah, I'm gonna do a little quick rant. Um, Have at it. Let's hear. Yeah, um, I my pec and bicep are on fire today, and I had a an RP10 deadlift day. And just to protect myself, I thought to myself, I'm going to put on an elbow wrap just to see if that like helps in any way. It did not. <laughs> like my warmups were gross with that thing on. And then I hit my top set easy. Uh, I was supposed I could have probably done a third, but I just thought against it because um, it was only two at two at like something 75% or something like that. Like it was, it was insane. It was, it it did not help and the reason i'm talking about this honestly um is because next week is the garage gym mm -hmm. nope. yes uh, the sister podcast used to well, it was a sponsor one year i've always touted for it and been a fan of it uh, but it does launch next week i will be heading over to steve's house to do that uh, we are going to film together and uh you know get your submissions in it's real easy to submit you just put it in you just record your three top lifts 
most people do SPD, but some people do crazy other stuff that is like in the general realm of that. Um, because you can just win for submitting. You know, like people submit their kids' lifts as an additional entry, and you just, yeah, and it's randomly drawn. So, like, if you're lifting at home, just just submit something, get them some more sponsors, get them more views, and we'll all keep doing it. Yep, and the rules are very loose with it. Uh, and just to follow to, to piggyback on Joey's, there, it's actually October twenty eighth through November fifth. So by the time you're listening to this podcast with your ears, as you do, it'll already be going on, and you'll have to like five days from the time this comes out Tuesday, give or take to uh, get them submitted. So yeah, I was, uh, I had aspirations to hit, hit some like heavyish numbers. I was going to start this Sunday and go like, cause it, the cool thing about it too, is it doesn't have to be a mock meet. You don't have to do all three lifts in a day. Mm-hmm. Like I historically will do like three individual days over the course of the week and just take like an RP nine, nine and a half single. So I'm not like fucking my training up too bad and killing my body, but yeah. still putting together like, you know, a, a, a decent total, but with my back still being like 70 ish percent, uh, I'm going to do variations. So I might do like a 135 front squat or something just to get some variation of a squat in whatever, whatever I can squat ish for pain free. Uh, I am going to push my feet up bench. Like I, I think 265 is my PR. For a feet up bench for a single, so if I can tweet to uh, push out two sixty seven and a half or two seventy, that'd be fucking awesome. But I'm not gonna like kill myself to do it, and then maybe like do an obnoxiously high block pull or rack pull or something. Just all depending on what my back is. But but with with Joe doesn't give a shit what you do. Like, and I've people even want, I listened to a podcast the other day where a guy said he 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 won like the most expensive gift they ever gave away. It was like a prime. It was a prime fitness rack. Uh, what well, was supposed to be just like a, a corner stack with a, a a a cable stack, but they ended up like scoping the guy's page out and being like, "Oh no, we're just going to give him the five thousand dollar, not the not not the two thousand dollar." And the guy only submitted like a bench, like because he yeah. like was he was either sick or busy all week, so he only he only submitted one lift, and it's all random draw draw the hat shit. So yeah, uh, yeah go go check That's out cool. Garage Gym Competition on Instagram. Follow, look at the rules, figure out what you have to do to submit, and take it out. That'd be about four weeks away from my actual meet. So I don't think I'm going to be pushing any big numbers for the GGC. Um, but, you know, he, we thought we'd get together and just work on some cues. And he was like, well, why don't we just film for the GGC at the same time? And I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Love it. Well, we are pretty deep into this, about a half hour in. So I think it's time to get a little sponsor read. Mr. Uh, Grayson, do you want to hit us with something? Yes, sir. Get ready for Massonomics podcast that's been cracking up lifting and beer enthusiasts for over seven years dive into powerlifting news rate some crispy boy beverages and enjoy other unique segments that'll have you in stitches you might even hear from a familiar guest or two if you've got a love for lifting massonomics has a gym in western northeast south dakota where all your lifting dreams will come true you can follow their social media for daily memes shop their apparel online and the best part you can become a supporting member to unlock exclusive crew perks. You can gain access to a private Discord community where you can chat with some of the silliest and sometimes serious gooses around. Join Massonomics today at massonomics.com slash join to be on the right side of history. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Join the crew. Hang out. Come sit with us. We do fun things. As Nick Nocturnal would say, do fun things. 
All right. Uh, who wants to get? Sorry, I you, you know you can't see this right now, but you guys can. I am touching my beard constantly, and it's because I I shampooed it tonight, and I don't want to put oil in it until tomorrow. So it is just like straw off my face, and it's just nodding every time I touch it. So if you're wondering why I'm constantly touching my beard tonight, it's just a very uncomfortable beard. Yeah, I hadn't noticed that until you said something, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna keep oh, a running total. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm clawing at it, and you'll see me like going like, oh, because there's like knots in it, and I should just oil it and stop being a nightmare. I just don't want to smell oil all night. Well, I got an idea. I want to hear what the uh, guest has to say about your beard. I think we got time to get him on the horn. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Kick everybody out. Hey, Big Grayson, is that you? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes, you're, sir. You're live on the unpaid and underrated podcast. We're not gonna uh, do any preamble or anything like that we're going to jump right in just to make sure we don't miss any gold very nice let's do it all right keith you fire away buddy well grayson uh for you know anyone that's not familiar uh joey and i know you a little better uh you have been a old school long-term member of massonomics gym so uh let's just hear your origin story uh how you found the gym how you found the crew all that yeah, um, it's, it's kind of funny you say that. I was racking my brain trying to remember. I think it's been probably known the other hosts for, I don't know, 10 years maybe. Um, I think from memory, I used to work at a car dealership in like middle school, high school. And you guys are familiar with Big Ross, Big uh, Mount Rossmore. That's where he's at. And um, so I got to know him through there. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how I had met uh tommy and tanner because i lifted at um snap fitness in aberdeen for a while maybe the gym that shall not be named but uh (laughs) um so i had gotten a i mean i knew of of those guys you know i knew they lifted at the y and um like tanner you know one of the bigger guys um pretty strong and um i had gotten into their youtube channel pretty early on um, I don't even remember now, honestly, but um, I wasn't an original supporting member of um, the the first location of the of the gym, the version one, but I did join shortly after. Um, so that was that was super cool, Jim. Um, totally different from what I was used to, you know, commercial like fancy lighting and all that stuff. It was it was really cool just to have like kind of a a quieter, laid back you know, like, like-minded lifting environment. So, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Love it. Love that, uh, you were able to find them years ago. Uh, so let's see. Uh, da, 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 sorry here. Uh, so you've been, are you from here? You were the only person that's actually competed in all three of the strongman shows or do I have that right? Or just basically that you have competed. Um, I think it was, yeah, I've competed in all three. I think it was the car deadlift because the, the first two years, everyone got to do the car. And then the third year, it was kind of, um, they kind of let you pick what you wanted to do. And I was like, well, I think the car is the one thing I'm okay at. You know, I'm not, I'm not good at strongman by any means, but I really enjoy doing the car. So yes. was that the one where it was basically like a, like, like blue team versus red team or something. And like each, each couple got like, like one guy did a certain event or something. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Nice. Now, was that the David versus Goliath event, or is that something completely different? So I hear, I hear there's a good story about the David versus Goliath at the 2018 Massonomic Strongman Showdown. Do you remember that? 
don't know if I'm familiar. I mean, the guy I competed against in the car deadlift was a huge dude. I don't know if that's what. Maybe yeah, that's that's probably yeah, because it was Tanner asking, so I'm assuming it was more of a, a jab at you being David and anyone like six foot and above his Goliath. Yeah, that so that would have been Big Matt then. Yeah, he's uh probably six six, maybe six seven. Oh, wow. So I look pretty silly standing next to him. <laughs> okay, then that's that's a hundred percent what that that that's that's a hundred percent where where what he was fishing for then. So and, yeah, and I did beat him. That's probably where he's going with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice short 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 hang for the win. Yep. Nice. Uh, now, was that before or after you were a uh, you know you posed for the Massonomics uh, calendar? Oh God! And, <laughs> and do you remember? And do you remember which month you were for the calendar? <sighs> I I don't. Wow, I forgot all about that. <laughs> this is like that would be like circa eighteen nineteen something like that. Maybe even earlier. That was good. That was a long time ago. <laughs> I think they saw like the calendar is still in the gym hanging up, right? It is. Yeah, oh, we looked at if, it. Go ahead. I wonder if I wonder if Tanner actually like even though the dates would be wrong if he actually like changes the month just to like get a new body on the on the wall every now and then or if it's just like it's just collecting dust and only got looked at as a lift hard live easy and then before that never yeah i wish i would have got one i i had uh, we looked at it when we had stopped by the gym for the lift hard live easy again so it's it's always funny well i'm i'm gonna ask something that we ask everybody you know being that you were looks like you have card number four so you're supporting member number four Correct. So you've been around a while. What is the one piece of Massonomics merch that you missed and you wish you had, if any? The one that I missed, Hannah actually has the baseball <laughs> tee. I want a baseball tee. The, oh. It's all white with the black sleeves. And she actually she wore that uh, when we came to... Aberdeen for the List Hard Levisi, and we met the hosts at um, Pounders. And I remember she, that, yeah. Yeah, she got some clout wearing that one. That's the one that I wish I had that I don't. <laughs> what do they call it? Rag, Ragler? Raglan? There's a name for those. Baseball tee is what most people call them, but like, there's a name for the cut. Oh, yeah. Like the, 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 the long, like the tee, the long sleeve that goes down a little bit. I can't think of the name of that either. Uh, yeah. Kind of like but, a three quarter sleeve or something. Yeah, that's what I'm familiar with it being more. I can't think of the name, but specifically though. But uh, speaking of Hannah, I did just want to give her a shout out if she's listening. She gave us, she gave me the most literal, in depth, filled out questionnaire return <laughs> sheet that anyone like like to where it was pages. So I'm sorry, Hannah, if we don't get through everything. You were spectacular in your dedication to fill all that information out and give me the most detailed information. Uh, very much appreciated. Anyone listening that's going to be a future guest, please, you know, uh, prod your significant other to give us as much information as possible because it makes the preparation for the episode so much easier. So huge thank you to Hannah. Uh, and when will Hannah become crew? Does she have any interest in doing that? You know, can can the can your guys's household, you know, literally afford another supporting membership? I mean. <laughs> You might have to get rid of one of the cats if you maybe do another membership. Yeah, I mean we've we've talked about you know payday lending maybe as an option. <laughs> I t- I told her she's crew adjacent, so she's close, but she's gotta she's gotta get in. Mm-hmm. No, I she's love- super appreciated for 
given up all that information. Uh, I don't know what she said, but I know she was stressing about it a little bit. And I think she was just as excited or more excited than I was to be on just to supply <laughs> the information, which is pretty cool. So it shows. She's, yeah. She's the best. Okay. Um, big David Mills has an FMK for you. Uh, oh, do boy. we, you know what FMK is? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, all right. Yep, yep. It took me a second. I got so, it. So Massonomics gym, Massonomics podcast and Massonomics apparel. F M K. Boy. Good one, Dave. Appreciate Massonomics it. Gym, Massonomics Apparel. Or the podcast. Podcast. Yeah. So this hurts, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say just because I don't live there. K to the gym. I think I'm going to have to do it just because I don't yeah. live there. If, if I, if I live there, they could be a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, going to have to M the podcast. I think it's, it's a good listen. I, I don't want to give that up, you know, nice and steady. Yep. And I'm going to have to F the apparel, I think. All right. Sound answer. I don't think anyone could, uh, you know, judge you for answering that way. I definitely don't have any notes. <laughs> um, let's see. So what is outside of the one you're wearing? What do you think the, uh, the second most OG Mastonomic shirt you have is if it's not that one? Oh man. Um, I've got, I don't know how old it is. Cause it's it, the timelines just really like just run together. I don't even remember the release order anymore, but well, in, you know, in, in 1980, you know, there was a, Barbell company, you know. <laughs> uh, I have the curl hard shirt. I think that's pretty early. Um, or maybe more exclusive. Anyway, I don't know if that was a limited run. Um, jeez, mm-hmm. I'd almost have to run through my closet again to look. I, you know, I have my favorites that I wear. I love the bench in three fifteen. That's I'm, nice. I. I probably need to slow down the rate at which I wear that because I'm wearing it out. So I'd like that to run again. So we got a, a handful of different nicknames for you. And the one that stuck out to me the most wasn't even a nick. Well, uh, GK, do you want to tell the, 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 the millions of fans what the, what the K and GK is? Yeah. So that's pretty much my family. And I would say close friends call me that um, G for my first name, Grayson, obviously. And then Keith is my middle name. So K GK. Nothing fancy, but it kind of rolls off the tongue, and that was that started super young. I think it was maybe for my dad. I, I want to point out that Keith found that more interesting than Tasty <laughs> Muskrat. Oh god! Well, I was I was I was going to get to I wanted to I wanted to pat myself uh, on the back. Of all the ones to ask name. first, it's my name. Yeah, thanks. That's my dude. name, Tasty exactly. Muskrat. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear about that too. Wow. Yeah, that one. That's uh. That's an old gaming handle. Um, uh, my uncle, he lives in Sioux Falls. Here, we're we're pretty close. Um, you know, we grew up hunting, fishing. He, you know, he'd watch all my sporting events and all this and that, and we'd fish together and whatnot. So, um, he's a big gamer too, and his uh his gamer tag. I think it was in middle school. He kind of got the handle. Um, I think it came from basketball. He somehow got the nickname Playful Muskrat. And as a little kid, I just thought that was the funniest 
silliest thing ever. And I'm like, well, I need to think of a play on that that's maybe equally as just totally off the wall or random. And originally it was testy muskrat, like uh like agitated maybe in a way would be the right way testy muskrat and then it somehow switched into tasty muskrat and that's just stuck that's better i think that Um, one's better yeah good because testy muskrat (laughs) might be a dual meaning there yeah yeah that's a there's a word for dual meanings okay totally different thing i'm pulling tonight i'm podcasting stone sober and i can't hear a thing like I, my brain is not functioning at all. <laughs> you need that little alcohol to, to prime the pump there, or just get you right. Like I can't. Uh, innuendo. That's the word yeah, I just forgot. Go. There we go. Innuendo. Damn. Yeah, I am not. I'm. I decided not to drink tonight because I only have to work a half day tomorrow, and I don't want to. Like I want to be able to enjoy my Friday as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And like the last couple times, I even had like only like having like three or four beers it was enough to just be like. Kind of feel like shit in the morning, and I I want to have an amazing. I got a lot of shit I want to get done around the house tomorrow. So, fucking you know, get to bed, go work four hours, no beer, come back in here, just you know, pound away doing some shit around the house. That's my goal. Um, but what the fuck is a I? I so I definitely I legitimately had no clue what a platypus was, and I only kind of know what a muskrat is, other than it's like it's some kind of little fucking rodent of some sort, right? Like, what the fuck is a muskrat? I saw one recently for the first time ever. That's fun. Yeah, we, so I grew up duck hunting a lot and, uh, they, at least where I've seen them frequent anyway, they're like a little, they look like, like a wet rat, you know, they yeah, have frequent okay. waters. They got like a long slender tail and hmm. just a little furry guy. Interesting. Uh, they, people eat them a lot. Weirdly. Oh, I didn't well, they gotta know be bigger that. than rats then. If people yes. Eat them, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, yeah. They're they're noticeably large. They're like five, six. Seven Come on, hours. cat! I like how that cat was looking at the camera screen. Like, what are you guys up to? <laughs> I love his turn to interview. <laughs> so, were you? I'm I'm kind of I don't know if I copy and pasted it wrong or just the way the sentence was sentenced up. Uh, were you named the strongest baby ever, or is was that was that something that was actually coined to you, or is this just something that she like typed out? I'm a very yeah, I don't know that I'm following either. It says Scorpio baby born the strongest baby ever in Western Northeast South Dakota. Interesting. Yes, skip you're, it. You're 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 her strong baby. Maybe that that's it. That's what it is. We'll move on. Now, so sometimes it's hard too because like it you know reading stuff sometimes it doesn't come across the way the person intended it sometimes and then I look like an asshole going I have a I have a cat question. I have a cat question. Okay, uh, it's two part. Uh, what's that cat's name? And is it true that only male cats can be ginger? Uh, his name is Patrick. Good name. Named after SpongeBob. We have another orange cat named Gary. <laughs> I actually don't know the answer to that. Our, and in fact, it probably looks like that's true because our two orange cats are male cats. <laughs> I, I will, I'll hit it on the Lugal. Are both of Murph's cats boys? I think so. Like I, I think I've heard that like babies. only ginger, like only male cats can be ginger, and only mm-hmm. female cats are calico. Interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. I do. So our cats, uh, we got them. So we think we we mm, this Saturday is a month we've had them. I believe four weeks. They've gotten so they're fucking like 
not double, but they're they're like 33% bigger than they were when we got them a month ago. It's crazy because they were three months and so now they're coming up on four months. So it's just like, it's crazy. The, cause um, let's see the uh, Mabel was bigger than Dottie when we first got them. And now Dottie is bigger than Mabel, like substantially. And like, you can like see that she's going to be like a 10 to 15 pound cat. And the other one's going to be like a eight pound cat or something. Because just, I don't think Mabel's going to get like big, like her, like her limbs, like like basically, I'm assuming you can kind of judge a cat by like its paw size. Where uh, the one cat has like kind of like its hand is like a third smaller than the other one's hand, but the but the one that has bigger feet now was like tiny when we first got them, and they're like the same litter. So I don't know, just found that to be amusing. Cats walk on their toes, right? Like where yeah. they where they hinge is actually they're technically their heel. Uh, it mm-hmm. turns out that no, not only male cats can be orange but about 80% of orange cats are male. And it has to do with like recessive genes coming from the female side or something. Um, Speaking of orange cats, did you guys know brown cats are a thing? And they're super rare. Like a full, like, like, yeah, like, 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 like an entirely brown. Yeah. Entirely brown cat. I've never seen one in person, but I've seen them like in videos. Hmm. That's a thing. It's crazy. There's blue cats too, and they're gorgeous. Speaking of ginger ratios, is oh, it... here we go. No, no, no. So like, are <laughs> are I don't know enough about it. Like, are there? Would you say there's an equal amount of females in the world that are ginger versus male, or is that like really lopsided, like cats? Like, are like are like out of the hundred percent of the gingers in the world, are seventy percent male and thirty percent female, or is it like fifty five, forty five, like something that's like close enough to be in half? Uh, we didn't discuss that at the last meeting, so I'm not sure. I'm having no, a beer. I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> I, I have to look that one up at some point, but not now. Well, let's get back to Grayson here. Oh, God, there's so much. Uh, <laughs> so much stuff. <laughs> Setting the bar way too high. So you are... Uh, allergic to loose-fitting shirts and shorts with an inseam longer than five inches, huh? Is that oh, a thing? That that is a, a preference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So so not an allergy preference. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to you know correct the notes on that. <laughs> let let the record show. All I'll say is, if your knees aren't showing, you're wearing pants. <laughs> I like, like it. Yeah. They, these cargo shorts that go down to your knees, these John Cena things that the dudes think every you know, who are short shorts, you look like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit leg day and then come and tell me you're not gonna wear something small. It's interesting too, and, and maybe it was just because of the, the the trends. I don't know. I definitely grew up wearing shorts past my knees one hundred percent, and I don't think I own a single pair that's probably even touching my knees, preferred probably, you know. Yep. Five or seven inch inseam is definitely the way to go. Seven's almost too long. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and the the shirts anyway. I, my my defense, right? I'm a, I'm a little on the short side. I think Joey and I might actually be the same height. I'm, I'm around five four. So, yeah, uh, the large, de- depending on the cut, the blank of shirt, right? They're a little too long if I get a large. And I I don't like my shirts to be. You know, I like them, uh, I would say right around my waist. You know, I don't like them long by any means, but 
mm-hmm. you know, when I get when I get the mediums, they, they tend to be a little bit on the tighter side up top. Yeah, I'm running into the same thing. Um, I actually don't mind if they're a little long because I hate I have to crouch down a lot at work and I always feel like my ass is hanging out if I'm wearing something that's just a little short. But everything is starting to get tight around the shoulders and back. And like, I wish I wish I could say like they're getting tight around the gut because then I could just have a complaint. But it's just a humble brag to be like, oh, yeah, all my small stop fitting. My mediums aren't fitting, but it's all like up in the shoulders and back. You know, I don't know what's going on. Like, shut up. Everybody knows what you're getting at. (laughs) (laughs) So when when Joey mentioned uh, chicken bakes earlier, I I noticed you were kind of quiet. And uh, now that I get back to the notes here, unless something's changed in the last few weeks, you have not had chicken bake yet. That has changed. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's, what do you think of the chicken bake then? I think it's fantastic. And is this, this is the food court chicken bake, not the frozen one, right? With completely different macros. This is the food court chicken bake. In fact, the first time we got it, we decided we had to make an event out of it and park our full (laughs) cart of groceries and sit down in the food court and really, really take it all in while it was fresh. And I I think we were both thoroughly impressed. Uh, So much so that, Roughly a week later, Hannah brought a couple more home. So <laughs> big fan of the chicken bake macros at all. Yeah, they're not bad. The closest Costco to me, uh, US would be Rochester. Okay. Yeah, that's that's so I can throw a rock and hit that one. Like it, yeah. it is literally like 0.7. Well, I can't literally throw a rock there, but it is it is under a mile from my house. I drive by it every single day twice. I bet you could throw a football. Clear over them, their mountains. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. When Keith said he could throw a rock to Rochester, I thought uh, Minnesota's pretty far away. Keith, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that just, that, so we were just talking about that in the Discord. Someone, oh, uh, big, big, big Paul Floss, friend, friend of the podcast. Whoa. Paul Floss, friend of the podcast, uh, was actually in Rochester, Minnesota, and he had posted something about that. And I was like, I, I reshared it with. Not my Rochester. <laughs> you got a kick out of that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I get that a fair amount sometimes where I tell people I'm from Rochester and I don't specify New York because I don't know which one's bigger or which one's... I mean, out where you're at, I'm sure you guys might not even know there is a Rochester, New York, but out here, it's like, I didn't know there was Rochester, Minnesota until a few years ago. I'm like, what? I was going to say, I don't even think I've been to Rochester, so I couldn't tell you which one's bigger. When you get a chicken bake, do you ask how big it is and if you can get an extra patty or <laughs> that's that's usually reserved for <laughs> uh sit down restaurants when i'm getting a burger generally what so what answer can they give you to not make you ask if you can get a second patty do i get the one pound burger and you're like what if two yeah they're pr- honestly it would probably have to be I think I have yet to see a one pound standard burger. That would probably do it. I think a one pound patty would be okay. You know, it feels like, feels like they do like a one third or a half a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, is it a couple bucks? Okay. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's throw one on there. Definitely. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. There was a point in your life where you were on the Gaston diet. That dozen eggs daily. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that was before we moved in together. Um, I was living with a roommate and I I still eat four to five every morning, but I don't do like the 
the half a dozen or whatever for supper. Um, it was just really convenient and super cheap. Like that was before eggs, you know, that was probably 2016, 17. So I could get 60 eggs at Walmart for like $4. And I love scrambled eggs anyway. And ketchup, I have an obsession with ketchup. So oh, no. ketchup and eggs. Ketchup is a trash condiment. We've talked about this. Yeah, I get uh, Hannah throws a lot of shade at me for my ketchup to this day. It's I'm on, I'm on team Hannah then, bud. Because I like my wife won't even let us have it in the house because she hates the smell. My kids love ketchup, but she deprives them of it. I just don't care for it. But she's like, she's like, no, I'm not washing any dish that has ketchup on it. Like she's a monster about it. Yeah, I'm picking up like the three, the three big containers from Costco. It's like, you got to have it. Frenchies or Heinz? Frenchies or Heinz? Usually Heinz. Yeah. Heinz, 100%. And I think that's what Costco stocks. So when you, when you still lived in Aberdeen, was were, were you and uh, Big Tyler F. And Stone kind of kindred spirits with your ketchup obsession? Because he's a big, he's he is a huge ketchup guy. I did not know that. Oh yeah, I I only I just get to remember like in the back catalog, there's a couple episodes where they they just like kind of he was specifically talked about like just excessively putting ketchup on shit. So I uh, just always kind of stuck out to me. It's a it's a legendary condiment, very versatile. Okay, so I there's one in here that I thought I'd talk about, and I'm not in any way an expert in this, um, but I'm going to say exactly what's typed here. <laughs> Self-proclaimed weeb, but you've only watched five anime in the last <laughs> one and a half years. <laughs> so first of all, you need you have to explain now to people who don't know what a weeb is. I am aware, which is why this is so funny to me. Uh, and then we're going to let everybody judge if you actually fall into the weave realm. So this is what's funny is I don't even think I could properly explain a weeb because I don't even fully understand it. Um, Hannah definitely loves multiple, you know, tons of different animes. And up until, I don't know, probably, probably six, six, eight months, maybe a year. Um, she's got me into some pretty good ones that I've really liked. Uh, we're we're in the middle of well, she's already seen it, but um, I'm in the middle of Full Metal Alchemist right now, and I'm really enjoying that. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of a running joke amongst us. Like she was trying to get me to watch them for for the longest time, and I was like, ah, I just don't have an interest. And enjoying them now, anyway. I it's the same way. My wife really enjoys it. My wife's an artist, and she really enjoys that kind of stuff. So like Studio Ghibli, I'll watch. Um, there's some of them that like, yeah, I enjoy these. They're the weird mystical stuff. Uh, One Punch Man will always be the best because I think that it has our our sense of humor. Um, you're both giving me a blank look. Have you not watched One Punch Man? I haven't. No. I think Hannah has, but I, yeah, okay. I have heard of it, but I you, haven't watched it. If you like crew humor, you'll love One Punch Man because it is essentially this one guy who is the strongest superhero in the world, but he's kind of stupid. Um, and every episode is him trying to get to the fight with the big strong villain and beating him with one hit. <laughs> and then just being disappointed that nobody's strong enough to fight him. And it has like this whole, like his origin story is he just did a hundred pushups a day, ran a hundred kilometers a day. And like became the strongest in the world till his hair fell out. Like it's the stupidest, but it is, it is worth watching. So I have a question about that show then. Okay. Cause this, this is my pet peeve when it comes to anime. 
How many episodes are there? Uh, I think there's only two seasons. Okay, that's good. I'll watch that. I haven't seen the second season yet because it's hard to get here in Canada. Uh, but there was a, I was going somewhere with this, the weeb thing. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, like a weeb is a white person from America who has become obsessed with Japanese culture, but through anime. So not like real Japanese culture, like what they perceive it to be. Now, this is the explanation that was given to me. If I'm wrong, fuck, like tell me, I guess, in the comments. Um, so like, do you say things like uwu and kawaii and <laughs> no. have, you, have you ever said uwu? Uh, probably once or twice as a complete joke. Yeah, like ironically. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Funny. But that's how it starts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope Hannah listens to this. Does Hannah say uwu? No, she does not. Oh, good, 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 good. She does not. Okay, that concludes our weeb segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, before you got into the job you're doing now, which is a security manager uh, for, like, basically, you're like a digital security manager of some sort, right? Like, so you are, or tell me, oh, yeah, tell, tell people tell people what you do now, then I'll yeah. segue to my question. Um, the the business I've been at, they're a managed service provider. So they're basically outsourced third-party IT for businesses. You know, they can't afford in-house IT. They don't want to train people, whatever. Um, we're, we're full outsourced IT, so help desk support. Um, you know, we manage their, their hardware assets. And uh, I work on the security side with another guy. We're a team of two. So, um, you know, cloud app security workstation security pretty it's it's very much a, an umbrella term where i work you know we don't have enough guys to have like specialized security teams for like one specific thing yeah so it's General kind of a, yeah it's very much learn about this and then tomorrow i need you to do this and then the next day do this instead sort of thing so it's i learn a lot though it's it's been really fun the last two and a half years Nice. Uh, but you, it looks like you initially went to school to be, you know, a uh, human, you got a BS in human performance and fitness and you uh, were a personal trainer for a minute. So that's kind of what I wanted to get into. It said only a short time. So tell me about your time as a sh- personal trainer. If you have any funny stories, it's been long enough now. Do you have any shitty clients you want to throw under the bus? Uh, <laughs> any, any funny, any funny stories or just like, listen to what this fucking asshole did. Any stories? I honestly, well, okay. I had one client that I don't have a specific story, but he very much would say, uh, uh, how should I say this? Questionable things. He was kind of a womanizer. And it was one of those things like, you know, we're in a, we're in a public gym, you know, and, you know, we have this business relationship. So it was, uh, very awkward. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably the word. And, you know, he's paying me, whatever. But, uh, yeah, that was a short time because so so my original goal was to follow uh Big Jake the Snake, shout out. Uh he's a strength coach, has a CSCS, and that was kind of my goal of where I wanted to end up. Um and I found that as I was training people um at the at Snap Fitness and I I assistant managed the gym as well, so um helping run it, you know, manage the memberships and clean it up and things like that. Um I found that like training people all day, I had just completely lost all motivation to work out, which was like super stressful for me. Like, that's kind of the one, the one thing that I've done, I don't know, probably since 12, 13, you know, you get into lifting because the coaches want you to. So I was like, that was a big, 
kind of a wake up call. And then I actually ended up talking to uh, a division two strength coach, just, he was lifting there on a random day. I think he had a guest pass and he's telling me, uh, you know, the pay wasn't great and I'm traveling all the time and I'm very much like a homebody kind of guy. You know, I don't like to, uh, you know, I definitely have a limit. I, I recharge better like at home. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, the combination of that and the, the stress that kind of pushed me away from the gym. Um, when Hannah and I got together, she was going to go back to school. So that was kind of the kickstart of like, well, if you're going, we have to move. That's when we moved to Watertown. So, I mean, I'm going to go with you. So I'm going back to school too. Nice. You're in Watertown, eh? Ooh. That's where we were. Now we're in Crew Falls. Mm. We actually know where Watertown is now. That's, that's, that's why <laughs> somewhere between Aberdeen and Crew Falls. <laughs> yeah. We had Jack Nate on because of that. He's from Water. He's Watertown, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Basically, square in the middle. Whole fucking state square in it. That's true. Re- big rectangle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Potato. Potato. Bag. Big. Leg. Leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so much. It's there's like, so much. I well, tried. it's hard because like <laughs> she did so like in in one negative because she did such a good job as I should have gone back through and like reduced the, the the two sentences to like three words and then i could like jump that out at me because like i'm trying to talk and then read and i'm like okay where is the <laughs> where is okay so so no we really appreciate I, I, it's more on me for not making it more podcast friendly because it's so much information <laughs> but uh you are a enjoyer of crispy boys let's let's hear about that what, what's your favorite crispy boy i would say overall so i'm not much of a beer drinker so not really a, a crispy boy enjoyer there, but very much a sparkling water enjoyer. Well, that's what I consider. Fair enough. Um, we're a big fan of the um, spin drifts. If you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with those, those are probably our favorite. And a close second for me is um, the Waterloo's as well. They have so many good flavors. I think we can get those at Costco too. Good deal. Uh were you super into it before they started kind of talking about it on the podcast? Cause I had never fucking heard of a sparkling water until the podcast. And it probably took me another six months to like even dip my toe in. And then I was like, Oh, that's kind of shitty. And then I like tried it another six months later. I was like, Ooh, I got a good one. And then it's like, it's like, you know, it's like one out of three might taste like piss. And then it's just a matter of finding the ones that you like. Yeah. I had absolutely no interest in sparkling waters before. <laughs> uh, yep. You know, I, I always drank pop, but, you know, we start out with like trying different bubblies and things like that. It's more the mainstream ones. And, uh, it's, it's, we basically don't leave Costco or Walmart without some sort of sparkling water. Love it. No, now think about it this way. Like massonomics in the last few years have basically introduced a genre of drink, if you will. So, cause it's like, there's 30 different brands. So you can't just say like this one company is making a million dollars off of us, but like this segment of, you know, beverages, there's 200 ish people that have probably like, you got to think there's 300 plus crew. You guys have probably a thousand people listen to the podcast. Maybe I don't know, whatever, uh, more, I'm sure, uh, at least a percentage of them. So even if it's just half of the discord, that's 150, 200 people. It's like that many people have tried something on like someone else's recommendation via the podcast and via the discord. Like that's kind of cool. Like, 
the same thing with like the chicken bakes. There's probably 30, 40, 50 people that have tried chicken bakes in the last couple of months, but Sparkman Waters would clearly like, I think that's the one that everyone has at least tried a fucking six pack or a 12 pack of some variation of a sparkling water in the last couple of years since being in, in Massonomics uh, world, Massonomic adjacent. I think that's just cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious if they put a poll out like, yes or no, do you enjoy sparkling waters? I, Cause I feel like the general consensus in, in the discord is, it seems like most people enjoy them. I could be wrong, but it feels like it's more of a favorable response mm-hmm. overall. I would, I'd say 70 plus percent, probably, like if I had to guess. Yeah. I never really enjoyed them. And uh, as a bartender, I used to say that anybody um, who ordered a soda water was an alien pretending to be human <laughs> because soda water was disgusting. And then, yeah, I got on mass- Massonomics and I think like it was probably about two months. And then I was like, fine, I'll try a bubbly and ended up liking the bubbly. And that moved me over to PC. PC is the superior of them up here in Canada for sure. To try me. So Grayson, what was it like being the uh, middle child with a uh, with a uh, with with sisters on either end? You know, it was it was good. I think I think if you asked my sisters, they they would probably have a different response. Me being <laughs> the only boy, um, they they pretty much if they get a chance, they'll bring it up that I was definitely a mama's boy. Um, <laughs> looking back now, yeah, definitely. At the time, I 100% would have said no, no to that. But I definitely got babied. Um, no, I had a really good relationship with both my sisters growing up too. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, I kind of my older sister kind of took the brunt of uh, early curfews and very strict rules, and I kind of got to ride the wave of you know, okay, second kid. We're a little, uh, little more laid back, and okay, sure, yeah, you can stay out late, whatever. Maybe come home in the morning. So uh, it, was, it was, it was good. No, on, on that train, then has anyone like is your is your is your baby sister okay? Then did, did she did she just not have a curfew at all and just run <laughs> run run wild after that? She was easily, and she laughs about it now. She was easily the uh, the wild child of the three of us, one hundred percent. Nice. So did you guys ever fight over who gets to use which uh, Tupperware for uh, or which which big mixing bowl for cereal or which uh, <laughs> big, uh, you know, cookie sheet for, you know, food? The, there is a very specific I've got it in my head, very specific Tupperware bowl that I like to use for cereal. Um, you know, I for me, it's it's very much an event when I have my my supper. I, you know, I got to have a show on and everything. So I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't want to have to get back up to get a bigger bowl or another bowl of cereal. So I'm just going to make a super big bowl of cereal and uh, harken back to big Nathan. I've saw some of his Instagram posts. He's going to hate me for this, but I love milk. So all the cereal, milk and all it's gone. The bigger the bowl, the better. I, 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 I grew up eating like cereal was like my, like, I ate cereal like three or four nights a week for dinner half the times because it was just easy. And once I kind of like fend in for myself, it's just like what I had. But uh, this is one of this is this will so harken back to the to the to the sister podcast of kind of some segments they would do uh, basically just like the fattest thing you've ever done. And like this one, now that you just mentioned <laughs> that bowl, like I, I, I so like a lot of times, yeah, when I'm going to be fat, I'm going to eat a big ass bowl of cereal. So have you ever been so fat that you got your bowl, you made a big bowl of cereal 
And then you were like, well, I'm probably going to eat a little bit more than this and I don't want to get up. So you bring the gallon jug milk and the box of cereal out to the living room <laughs> with you and just sit it next to you. You eat your full bowl of cereal and then fill the fucker back up. Because I think I like it's not something I did regularly, but I vividly remember doing that once or twice and just kind of being like judging myself in the moment <laughs> of like, you fat piece of shit. You just ate like an entire bowl of cereal in in one sitting, but you had to make it twice because it was so much fucking cereal. So I uh I haven't done that. Um, probably the probably the closest I ever got the the cookie sheet thing. Uh, when I used to live at my parents, uh, growing up, I remember there was there's a couple instances. But after a football game, uh, my mom had gotten Wendy's, and it was just tons of spicy nuggets and fries and junior cheeseburgers, and I'm just throwing them all in the cookie sheet and head downstairs. <laughs> don't want to make the second trip upstairs. So give me yeah, that all sounds like now. a nightmare. That's yeah, gonna just, you're taking my gains by making me come up the stairs. Right, I played a football game. I want to relax. So I guess we'll harken back to I want to say Big Steve's episode. Um, what's your cereal of choice? I'm gonna have to go with Reese's Puffs. Hell I'm on yeah, a big Reese's Puffs kick lately. Probably the last couple months, uh, getting the big family size, which is funny because before that. I don't think I'd eaten cereal in probably three or four years. You know, it was just the eggs for breakfast pretty much. Yeah. And now it's like Reese's Puff Bowl for dinner. Yeah, we get the minis, the Reese's Puff minis for the kids. They also have uh, pure cinnamon toast crunch minis. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are flying off the... Not me, I'm throwing my cereal out. I bought that protein cereal like months ago and it's trash. So I just... Which, <laughs> which kind? Because I've been getting one at Costco that I actually really like. Uh, this one's called Truly. They're a Canadian company. Um, but yeah, I full on bite into rocks every bowl. Like I think I mentioned it when Steve was on. It's just it's a bit unpleasant. Very sucralose tasting. Uh, Vector is I think the best one I've had. Okay. What's the Costco when you're getting Grayson? Uh, it's called uh, Three Wishes. It's like a to try that. kind Let's of a, uh, a faint cinnamon. You know, it's obviously not going to, the flavor's not going to punch you in the face. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fucking protein cereal. Like, that's it, the whole point of it. Like, it's, yeah. It's going to be shitty, but it's just going to be just good enough to be like, okay, I'm getting my protein and I don't have to fucking cook eggs in the morning. Like, I can just, like, like you know, I do that every day. That's my jam. Yeah, it's, I'd say that one's worth trying. Okay. I'm going to forget what you said. So if you can DM me that at some point, I'll really yeah. appreciate that. Cause it, but then again, I'm like, Costco's weird though. Like, our Costco gets shit in and then I'm not going to see it ever again. And I'm assuming, Costco across the fucking country has to be like, there's got to be like regional, like you're only going to get this in like this, you know, Northeastern versus the Midwest, you know? I have a gripe with that. Harken back to the, the frozen chicken bakes. We in Crew Falls do not have them. And if we do, I am blind because I cannot find them. Well, they're, they're in the frozen food section. You know, try that. <laughs> no, I, 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 we do have them here. I don't know if we've always had them. I've randomly like, it's one of those things that like I probably walked by them for the past four years, but until I heard someone talk about them on the podcast, it just well, like I didn't even know what it was. Um, they definitely are smaller, and the macros do. It's like it's weird. Like they're smaller, but they're fattier and less protein and more carbs. Like I don't I don't understand how that's a, like scientifically possible because it's the same fucking thing, but like you're having more carbs and more fat and less protein and it's smaller. Very weird because it's, it's not the same thing. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, like, why, why can't it be the same thing? <laughs> well, I, okay, so I have a little insight and I'll say, I think I mentioned it before. Sometimes the food court makes things fresh mm -hmm. versus just selling you the frozen ones. Yeah. 
So I don't know if that's what's happening here, but that could be it. Or they could just be like frozen chicken and everything else is fresh. I don't know, but that's how you get sometimes different products. So Grayson, if you did have frozen chicken bakes and you were to eat them in front of a, you know your TV and you're watching a YouTube video, Hannah says some of those YouTube videos might be as riveting as how to roll how how roller coasters work. And I think she's setting this up to just kind of like pick on you for watching random like how-to videos. But as a guy, like I go down a rabbit hole sometimes watching that shit. Like it can be very intriguing. Like there used to be TV shoes growing up. TV shows growing up when we actually used to watch regular TV of like TV shoes, oh, really yeah, big shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, get your fucking you know, massonomics shoes. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just uh, if you wanted to re- rebut her kind of jab about you watching <laughs> riveting things such uh, as roller coasters. No, it's it, she just thinks it's absolutely hilarious. She'll you know. uh Maybe bring me like a water, ask me if I need anything or, you know, just come in and chat for a little bit. And uh, I've got a second monitor set up and, you know, usually I'm there was a really big kick there where it was uh, roller coaster videos. And it was a specific channel where this guy was explaining like the biomechanics of roller coasters and like the brake sections. And I love roller coasters for what it's worth. Like, I, I think they're a blast. Uh, so she would just get a kick out of coming into the office and I'm watching something random. Like last night, I think I was watching a guy build a, uh, like snow shelter underground in Alaska. Just, I don't even know how I got there, but it was a 20 minute video and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> nice. uh, let's see. Well, let's see here. Um, she said, we wouldn't believe how many genes you run through. So, I would imagine by now you know that you need to buy those fucking stretchy jeans that you're you're you know as a fucking power lifter squatter short king you ain't gonna fit into fucking wranglers unless they're like you know husky and clearly I think I'm assuming that, like I honestly haven't worn jeans in years I only wear like kind of like looser fitting cargo pants just because jeans are not gonna fit I'd, I'd have to wear like a size like fucking like forty two probably to, like have my legs fit in a jean and I really don't want to do that the only so the the my casual jeans that I have that I the only ones I buy are stretchy now. My work pants aren't, but uh, she's most likely referring to uh, when we lived in Watertown. I worked a part time job at Menards and I worked in uh, hardware, um, and that was I'm, I don't know. I didn't wear an odometer, but you know, or pedometer. Yeah, I'm not yeah, a pedometer. Car. Yeah, pedometer. pedometer. Yeah, no, I'm not not a vehicle. Uh, I mean, if you if you're a fast one, I mean, you had some wheels, but I don't know how fast you. Were. Semi fast, not super fast, but uh, <laughs> it's got to be better than semi pro. So <laughs> um, you know, I was walking, I don't know, 12, 15, 20,000 steps a day. And, you know, I usually work most nights after class, right? Um, and God, I don't know how many pairs of jeans I just wore through and they were stretchy jeans, but, oh, wow. um, yeah, it was. Working at Menards was probably the most pairs of jeans I've ever gone through just because of how much walking I've done or did. I, definitely don't. I still go through like, cause at my job I'm up and down all the time. Right. Cause the safes are on the floor. So if somebody wants to buy something, I had to crouch down and get into the safe to pull it out. Yeah. And it's particularly during busy days, you're doing that, you know, 40, 50 times a day. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I go through, I, I only go to American apparel or American Eagle now. And they have like these ultra flex. I'm still going to run through them. 
but at least they fit and they they last longer than everything else. They're comfortable too. That's my favorite part. Yeah, they are. And like, if you can find like that, right? Like for me, it's 30, 30, 30 waist, 30 length. That's the golden child, but I have a 30, 32 right now and they still scrunch at the bottom and I hate it. But like, at least the waist doesn't feel like it's falling down all day. Thirties got to be long as shit on you, don't they? I'm like, I'm a thirties perfect. Just, yeah, that's exactly perfect for me. That's what I wear too. It's crazy. Like, cause me, a perfect pants are like 29. I must have shorter legs and a longer torso then or something. I don't know. There's, like there's a, a little extra down there for me, but they, they fit good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also have a bigger belly. So my pants probably like ride lower to begin with. So if you're wearing your pants up higher a little bit, then it makes more sense. Right up, right up to the nipples. Like a, yeah, yeah. Like a strong man in a thirties movie. That's just right up to belt and suspenders. <laughs> rock that out. Um, yeah. Oh, that when you had mentioned uh, work, Joey, my wife just got a new, she, her, her, so she had a, a galaxy seven that finally yeah. died. And so she begrudgingly went, went and got a new phone this week and she i actually have her on apple now so her and i are both Hell on yeah. apple phone it's it took like fucking the last four years of me prodding her like just please get an apple <laughs> phone next time like it's so annoying that like i can't like i can't even send you a calendar invite like yeah without like, it don't don't make me send green texts like I, uh, it's so mean i, I can't uh, text joey and keith i'm a android enjoyer <laughs> well i'm just i'm jealous because her like so i I had to, I dropped this, the same amount of money she did, like right before the lift hard live easy with like, you know, what was the flagship Apple phone at the time, but now it's, you know, a year behind and my phone probably, cause like the new one, it's like the, the lighter it's, it's, it's the different metal, right? So it's a little, however much lighter you don't, you wouldn't think it's noticeable. Like my phone and my, well, like if I have both phones in my hand, her phone is like, I swear to God, it feels 20% lighter. So I'm so pissed that I I'm locked. I'm, I mean, I guess I could trade this fucker in, but like. I bought the expensive insurance plan and shit, and I'm sure that's not transferable. So I have to eat all that and eat whatever I would get on a trade-in. So I'd be, you know, be out four or $500 just to get a lighter phone. So fuck that. I'm going to drive this bitch in the ground, but it's just... You got the geek squad. Yeah, that's, that's what was yeah. stupid. You just yeah. get AppleCare because AppleCare is refundable. Yeah. If it's like... Oh, I did. No, I did. I, I did. So the, the geek squad thing was when I was trying to milk life out of my old phone. Mm. So I went and so I did go to the Apple store, bought everything's at Apple. So I guess oh, I could look at Apple Care's refundable. Okay, I'll look into that. It's a it's a um, prorated refund, but I'm it's, yeah, don't but, make me work. I'm not doing my job. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um it makes well, sense ask, that ask Grace because Grayson, you're yeah. a develop you're a developer, right? So it makes sense that you're leaning towards that Android. I'm not a developer developer adjacent? Uh Maybe? IT is I mean, all I don't I don't code anything, you know, I'm not an engineer. Oh, so. okay, yeah. You're IT. Yeah, I, I made up the yeah. word developer when I meant IT. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. still. I'm just gonna you, have. An, I'm gonna have another beer. I'll you created that word? Did, no, did you, did you just create it from scratch. <sighs> just came to him. <laughs> but yeah, I, I find that a lot of people who work on that side um, either love Apple or absolutely hate it. And yeah, I mean, it's I'm, it's interesting. I need something that works, and so I'm always gonna go Apple. You know, since they switched to USB-C uh, with this new generation, I've actually considered it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually the only person in my family that has an Android phone. Everyone else has had an iPhone for like probably eight years. Mm-hmm. So I've debated on switching for no reason other than I'm just curious. Like I don't have loyalty really. It's just all I've ever used. Yeah. So I may switch. I'm, mine's I think three years old now. I have a, a S20. 
I I rarely plug my phone in unless it's unless it's in the car. I use wireless charging for everything. Yeah, actually, including right now because I jumped to the 15 and it's USB C, and of course none of my USB Cs are laying anywhere because they're only yeah. being used for my PlayStation or my Bluetooth speaker in the gym. So I was like, wait a second, I have like three wireless chargers laying around. So my phone is now permanently connected to a magnetic charger. And do those do those chargers output enough uh, power, or is it semi semi slow? Uh, twenty watt, I that's think, is the maximum decent. you can get from MagSafe charging. And that's pretty um, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the maximum most phones will handle. Yeah. Right. So, as long as you have the right setup, you got a USB C, you know, block and all that shit. You can get you can get twenty watts, twenty five watts. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Keith is looking for something else to talk about. No, no, no. I, no you're good. I just, I had, there was something I saw earlier that I, I want to get back to the story. Oh, okay. So you uh, you almost wrecked a car once listening to the Massnomics podcast when uh, Tanner had something to say about a uh, a funny logo on a shirt, possibly, or a, a quote. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I know where she's going with this. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the episode, um, but I think they were talking about I don't know if they were talking about like what designs, like they could put anything on a shirt and people would yeah, buy it. Maybe that's, that's what, that's what she was fishing for that one. And he's just, he laughs and goes <laughs> wieners. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't, I, I think we were driving home or something. I don't know if we were heading back to Watertown or what, but yeah, that just had us both just absolutely crying. <laughs> now you are uh, as being a former gym member down there, from what I've gathered, of actually becoming friends with a handful of the gym members down there that aren't necessarily crew, but are crew adjacent. Like, there's not a lot of guys there that consume the podcast. Like, there's like, like, I, like Ross said, I don't think he's ever listened to an episode other than the one that he was on. And well, I don't even think he even listened to that one. It's just like, you know, other than like episodes they've been on and stuff, like, there just doesn't seem to be a lot of, uh, well, obviously they talk to Tanner every day. So they just, uh, I, do you, I've always been curious of like, do you think there's a reason why people in the gym, into the podcast is it like listening to your buddies do a podcast kind of thing like like i don't know like i don't know that i i wouldn't want so i guess sorry I'm, i asked a question and i'm going to talk over you sorry but like i would feel weird recommending this podcast did you ask a question <laughs> yeah i'm trying i'm trying to fish of why more <laughs> gym members don't listen to tam tanner and tommy's podcast can you please speak on behalf of all of them if I well no, I'm 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 poorly I'm, I'm using us as a simile or whatever the fuck as, as a comparison of like I wouldn't recommend my friends to listen to my podcast. I don't yeah niche. Yeah their pod like their podcast isn't as niche anymore. Like their podcast was super niche like seven years ago, but now it's just like interviewing people in the community would like 80% of the time. Like that's anyone could listen to that. So sorry to to kind of do you have any opinion on this, Grayson? Yeah, I, it's kind of interesting, right? Uh, from my perspective, anyway, I think because, like, uh, you know, I kind of was, I was around, uh, or you know, tried to support them early on, right? You know, buy a buy an original shirt or whatever. Like, I liked what they were doing, and they're good guys. Um, and I, I definitely, I have a backlog to get through, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not caught up. Like, I think, I think you guys might be caught up. Um, I've got a fair amount of episodes I need to get through, but I feel like I'm kind of in between where. I trained there and I knew them, um, you know, like before Massonomics, but I was still interested in the content. But now that I don't live there, I feel like I want to keep up to date, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. so I'm consuming the discord. I'm consuming the podcast. I try to watch their stories. Uh, you know, I've 
exclusive got massonomics gym on snapchat so occasionally you get a snapchat from you know from time to time so i think for me it's a little bit of now that i'm not there i want to be as involved as possible or, or up to date maybe would be the, the the right phrase and i don't know if maybe maybe like you said keith since they're they're you know they're there they're seeing stereo gate happen in real time like maybe it's less interesting <laughs> to them whereas all of all of us are like you know chomping at the bit like i i want to know I, I need the conclusion you know do you uh here's one do you think larry the legend has ever listened to any podcast on of any genre at once in his entire life as i would say i don't think he has no i i don't i don't think larry knows how to operate the pod a, any podcast app on his <laughs> phone i i don't think so i love larry but i don't i don't think so <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that seems fair. But uh, I just I just found it curious. Like I, all the guys I met, um, like there's like like I you know I could seven eight guys that I met that are like solely lifters at Massonomics that did the meet and stuff. But like some of them, I think some of them might even technically be supporting members, but like aren't active in Discord at all. They just like did it just to like kind of continue to support the guys, but like just didn't really get into our aspect of it. And I guess it's just because they you know I'm I, the only thing I think of is just because they see them you know or they're at the gym four or five times a week and ever and like they're just they're there already so they don't necessarily need to be overstimulated by it is all i can think of so i just right but okay enough bashing on people that don't listen to the podcast <laughs> anything else in there they're not gonna hear it that's true yeah if they don't, <laughs> no, no, that would be funny so i was i was trying to get uh i was trying to get ryan to fail on the podcast but I'm, I'm trying to i was trying to fish to see if he listened to any episodes yet he, he kind of like had basically as said he hadn't really do- dove in yet so you know, potential future guests down the road. Uh, maybe when he, if he, if he hears this, reach out to me and then we'll get you on there, Brian. <laughs> any, any, any uh, anything not highlighted you want to talk about Joey? Yeah. And I was saving it for the last thing. Let's have it. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm tapped out. There, you. There, there's one thing that I've always wanted to talk to people about. Um, but I, I found that it might've been a, a little gatekeepy and that's never been my intention. And one of the questions I, always want to ask people is have you ever participated or won a massonomics contest um i have won one um i know keith you i think you've won one mm, yeah. or placed in one i think i got a i got a drink spotter or something but i don't even think it was an award via reddit or something okay so the only reason I never asked that is having won one. I don't want to be like the like lording over at people, but I'm going to lord over a little bit. You've never even participated in one, Grayson. That's right. Yeah, I haven't. That's it's insane. Just, why though? Strict. Like, just why? You're talking strictly like the like Instagram or yeah. you know, because well, you've done like the that. real life ones that like yep. nobody else can do. Yeah, but so is that like is that a reason why? I I think for me. um, at least in the past, like when I would um, record my lifts in the gym, it was usually in very empty gyms. Um, like when I lifted at Snap, I would lift like mid-afternoon because I I would go there after my classes and the gym would be dead, right? Uh, and same thing at the gym in Watertown. That's literally what it's called. That place was <laughs> huge. Uh, super cool place, by the way. Um, and usually pretty empty, right? So I think for me, part of it is like I, I don't want to – I don't ever want to be that guy that's mm-hmm. like doing a jefferson deadlift in the middle of the gym recording 700 people yeah um and and i 
I'm probably more a little on like the reserve side. Like I, I just don't want to like, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. That's probably the best way to say it. Like inconvenience people or, or however it would be perceived. Um, I think if I had a home gym or a basement or garage gym, I would be way more inclined to participate in them. Okay. But that's like one. You've never done a meme contest. You didn't do the garage reveal. Con- like, I don't consider myself creative at all. I just, all right. I just it, enjoy all the good memes that people right. put out. I, I was just wondering oh. because I saw that as a stat, and then I was just like, yeah. but, but half the fun is like winning these or joining these and and, and being in them. So I'm just wondering. And I think now, like I'm, that, I'm getting to know so many more crew better, right? Like. Like leading up to the lift hard love easy, I, I I got more involved in the Discord and like and like meeting a bunch of crew and talking to you guys. That I think if you have some of that camaraderie, it makes it more fun. And mm-hmm. now that I think that I'm getting to know people better, that that I'd be more more inclined to love it. Put it that's, out. That's why we're here. Get you on here. Get everybody to know you. Get you you know a little more opened up. Um, oh shit! I was gonna say something there. Go ahead, Keith. Maybe my maybe my brain will bring it back. So was was that a uh, was was that a maybe or was that a because I mean I'm gonna go ahead and just say I'm challenging you as you know as a one of the hosts of the unpaid and underrated podcast that whatever the next contest is I don't you got to do it like you know now that you just said like the whole thing holding you back potentially was just not being part of you know the the, the bigger group now you're part of the bigger group man you are you are in the inner circle of the outer circle <laughs> if you will uh, that's a kind of a good analogy. Um, so yeah, but some like can we get a can we get a diagram for that? Yeah, well, so the outer circle spreadsheet. So look at it it's like <laughs> the, the, if if the inner circle was literally Massonomics gym, and then the outer circle is crew because like we're you know so now you're in the inner circle of crew that you know now that you've like got in balls deep in Discord and did you know met like how what was it like meeting like what the thirty plus of us that literally flew. Flew in and spent thousands of dollars hey, to Aberdeen and what, hang out in Tanner's backyard. What was that like? What was it like meeting me? <laughs> no, not no, not us. <laughs> Fucking uh, like the not, not, no, no, no. I, I think like, I'm a good answer for this. No, I, I'm just yeah. I just love poking at Keith every once in a while when he asks <laughs> really shit like that. It's like, <laughs> hey, how really cool was it to meet me? Like, was that like the coolest <laughs> thing? <laughs> be, be honest, be honest, um, <laughs> fuckers. No, I feel like uh, from time to time, like there are things that the other podcast does. That's just like, I can't believe that they're where they are knowing where they started. Like Hannah and I kind of talk about that from time to time. So like knowing that there was Joey and Keith and Scance and, you know, even people driving like big Jen, uh, you know, eight, nine hours from Iowa, whatever it was like, I just couldn't get over how crazy that was, but like in a really cool way, like mm-hmm. what they built, like it was kind of just, I mean, the weekend was awesome. Obviously I think everyone could say that, but uh, knowing like where they started and where they, where they're at now and they get so many people to come for this meet is just, I, I think about that a lot. I can't really describe it. Yeah. I can't put it into words properly. Yeah. I, we, we talk about it. Like I said, Hannah and I from time to time, but it's just like, that's insane. I think about it a lot and I'll be like driving and I'll just think to myself, like, so I've been to, I've been into powerlifting meets. I went to like this big deadlift competition that brought in people from all over the world. Um, But like, I've never seen anything like what the lift hard live easy was. 
Like all of these people who didn't know each other, we just like fucking got up and went to this unknown podunk city that we like would never have heard of if it wasn't for this podcast. We all flew there, destroyed the economy for three days, <laughs> offended the locals with our terrible t-shirts. And stand and standing up at, at powerlifting meets. Yeah, standing up at powerlifting meets. But like, and it was just the, it was honestly just like friends that were like, you know, you see it in movies. We're like, oh, we all get together once a year and we just, you know, like, that's what it was. And it was so fucking cool. And I cannot wait to do it again. I, Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on that real quick before we move on to another uh, another segment here. Sorry, uh, the the poll that I put up on Instagram the other week, um, basically, what do you consider massonomics? Essentially, the paraphrase it was a, a community podcast, an apparel company, or a meme page. Eighty, I don't know the rate. It was at least it was over eighty percent said community. So then I and then I was like, I really and it was, that was that was it was a fair amount. There was like sixty seven people probably answered it. Uh, like a fair amount of people answered it. So. I was that that made me happy because like it was kind of like well that's what I would I, I wanted people to answer that but then like there was a lot of people that still like you know you could tell like people that like I kind of only recognize like they still follow the podcast but like aren't super interactive on Discord or something like a lot of them did pick like pod uh, a podcast or you know the meme page or something just kind of like I don't know you take that with a grain of salt a lot of people just fucking answer the poll wrong just to fuck with me now sometimes I feel too but uh it was over the overwhelming majority of the people said community and like that's why i'm here like i don't yeah. give a fuck about i don't like memes are like, memes are a dime a dozen i'm sorry like everyone can fucking do a meme nowadays it's like if like and, and tanner says it all the time like if they tried to start what they were doing today they would have no fucking success like at all like i don't feel just because they've spent the last seven years like a a, a accruing us if you will fun <laughs> intended uh that like now they can kind of do whatever and they've got us hooked. They've got thousands of us hooked now, and specifically 300 of us, like, by the balls, and we'll kind of follow them wherever. Uh, by the wallet. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. One of the same. So um, so now that you've been on this podcast and you're going to start, you know, hopefully you get engaged and all that, uh, be prepared to be tagged a lot in a lot of stuff. It's not a bad thing. It's just be prepared for notifications. Oh, that's, that's, that's good with me. <laughs> I, th- I think that's fun. Every time I open my phone, I have a new tag or share or notification. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's funny because, you know, you, you that's why you get on social media. You get on social media to get out there and see people. And I think I've mentioned it before. It's like, for me, I used to be really big and really uh, community based and blah, blah, blah. And then I shrunk that. And I don't have Facebook anymore. I don't have Twitter anymore. I don't have Snapchat anymore. I shrunk it. But that means my Instagram is blown up. And it's like, on one hand, it's unnerving, you know, um, getting to the lift hard, live easy. And people recognized me was unnerving. Um, Being recognized at work. Just like somebody I work with being like, hey, for some reason, you showed up on my Instagram. So I followed you. And like, you immediately panic a second. Because you're just like, this is work. You're not supposed to. But then you really think like, all I'm doing is lifting. If you want to watch that, fucking great. Um, so that's a really weird concept is like, you kind of want it to happen, but then it happens and you're just like a little, like not totally comfortable, but it's kind of what I wanted to do. So be prepared. You're going to get tagged a lot in the next little while. That's good with me. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about some, uh, smelling salts there, Joey? 
No, but yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just reminder to everybody to use our code unpaid at obsidian pneumonia or hypedust.com. Uh, if you are into smelling salts, they are probably one of the top tier. Um, I've, I love their smells. I love their scents. And Travis is an amazing guy. His marketing is fantastic. So use code unpaid, you know, save yourself 15% and, uh, you know, helps out the podcast a little bit. Yeah. I think I need to, I might need to buy another. So like I've not done smelling salts up until like the last couple months. And I've, you know, now it's like, I'm trying not to get addicted by any means, but, uh, this week at whatever, I hit like a heavy bench, uh, heavy feet up bench, like fucking AMRAP or some shit. And, uh, definitely did my top my my top two sets i did a little shot of it and like it's it's hard because it's like i don't want to get too close because sometimes it'll really waft in but then other times if i get to that, <laughs> if i get to that same closeness that i i like it's, it's almost like non-existent so it's like so many stories add, can you add more water to it at yes this point? Or, yes okay so so you can uh, refresh it a bit with a little water a little shake in it heat it up all right i think i, I think i need to do a little i think i need to do that. um it's like it's one of my favorite videos, speaking of getting shared and tagged and shit, um, is uh, I got a bottle of nose bleach. So some of the salts you're going to get have an activator and some are some don't. So the nose bleach does not. Okay. That is uh, the Dim Mac. I think the new one also might not. So sometimes when you get them, the bottle is swelled up a bit. Well, I, there's a video of me opening a bottle of nose bleach and you visibly, or visibly, auditorily, audibly, audibly hear pop. And like, I'm holding it away because I'm not stupid. Like it's nose bleach and it pops and I go, ah, like instantly <laughs> because like it just whopped my whole basement fucking reeked of it. It was amazing. But then there's other ones where like, I'm like, eh. Uh, is it is it and then it goes directly like a spike into your eyeball and it goes behind your eye and makes you cry i got one of my um i have so many stalled stories and i think it's like i think scans is the same thing and uh so is scott like i will bring them to work meeting <laughs> and i will place them on the table in front of me and i'll just be like if i see you starting to fade i'm throwing this at you and you gotta do it and everybody does like almost nobody has like scared away or shied away or anything like that. But yeah, just watching people like, what is, ah, it's, ah, it's cappy that smells like whiskey. Like what? Like, yeah, <laughs> that gives me a good idea. I got to try that. Um, Joey, that, that made me think of something uh, you were talking about activators for smelling salts. So the, you know, everyone at the lift hard, love easy classic got a bottle of smelling salts, right? From, mm -hmm. from yes, I actually podcast. haven't opened mine yet. Yep, so, don't know what I have. Don't know what I've ever owned. I've got mine, and uh, I had some friends and coworkers uh, from Crew Falls actually make the trip up to to come and hang out and and everything. They were just watching. Um, they came to, and none of them had tried smelling salts, so I wanted them to try it. Oh, so I cracked my bottle of smelling salts for them, and I'm warning them like, okay, you know, you've never done this before. Don't just slam your face in there, right? Mm -hmm. And so you know, they're they're uh, kind of you know and nothing's happening being being cautious and nothing's happening and <laughs> it we all they all probably rotated the bottle i don't know 10 times and nothing happened and i, I don't know if i'm just dumb or because i you know i was smelling other bottles of <laughs> the smelling salts when i was doing my attempts and you know it was pretty strong and then i opened my bottle and i'm like did i get a dud 
It's just I couldn't. There was I wasn't getting anything from it. The activator fell off the cap. That must have been what it was. Is it, is it in the bottle? Let's see. I just had to add water to mine, and then I, but I guess it was add to the yeah. cap and then flip it over. So when you say activator, um, so there's okay. There's three kinds. There's the kind of the cotton ball. That's like your nose bleach and your dim mac. There's the kind that has an activator powder in it that is a little baggy. Okay, and you open the baggy, pour it in and shake, and others you put a little drop of water in. And that activates it. So it'll say it on the bottle. Okay. So maybe the maybe the activator fell out or something. I just didn't notice it. If there's a baggy activator, it's in the, he normally um jams them into the lid so that when you open it, it comes off with the lid. Uh, that, but if not, what if not, it's a water one. Yeah. Yeah. I could have, did you not, did you add water to that one? I hadn't tried. No, no then, then I, I would have, I'm going to, I have like no experience with uh, smelling salts except the bottle that you have. And I opened it up, took the, unpeeled the seal, added the, the cap full of water and it's good to go. If so. there's a seal, it needs water. Well, that, that shows my, uh. <laughs> smelling salts ability. Do you have there's water? Directions. Do you have water? Sure there's directions. Do you have right water? On it? You want to do this on camera for the first time? Well, so we and, and, and even if you have to go get it, we can pause it for like thirty seconds to watch you do the first shot of that. I yeah, I can go run and get some. I mean, I've I should preface. I've tried smelling salts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have but, tried them. Well, good. Now you know our well, code, I, and you can try some more. Well, <laughs> if, if you won't activate them now we do need an update by the time this episode hits so we can post the instagram if you uh if all it took was water or I, not i used to do them like all the time to just try and hype myself up and now i actually don't do them very often at all like even today's top rp 10 two reps i didn't touch any ammonia um one of my guys at work got addicted to it he was doing it all he took it to a wedding and he was like, I'm going to be up partying all night. And then like two days later, he was like, I was having heart palpitations. I need to stop. And I was like, you need to fucking stop. Like, <laughs> like stop now, you psycho. Because I used to have the headshot and I'd carry it in my fanny pack. Because uh, when I drive home, sometimes after a really long shift, it's a 30, 35 minute drive. But it's all just highway. And it's so easy to drift off that I started putting ammonia in my fanny pack mm. just in case. Because like I have fallen asleep driving home twice, I don't never want to do it again. So I just like so he I let him try it the one time, and then like two seconds later, he's got my code open and he's ordering some, and like, but yeah, he got addicted. Don't do that. Don't get addicted to that shit. Well, well, now you guys got me wanting to try it, so I think I've got to activate it. Do it. Give it a give it a shot. I need to go get some water though. So okay, we're just gonna do a quick. Go ahead. We're gonna do a quick clap. Yeah. Piss break. Nate, pause. Piss break. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to preface this before you do this, as I did a shot uh, either last week or the week before while recording this podcast, and I was up till 1 a.m. (laughs) <laughs> I could not get to sleep. Well, let's look at the clock. Uh, bedtime is less than two hours, so I would say that's good odds. You'll to... be doing okay. So <laughs> what you've done is you've added some water and you're shaking it, and it's getting hot in your hands, right? It is very much getting warm. Yep. That's what it's, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to do. 
So somebody didn't add water in July. Apparently. Yeah, you should just read. You know, reading is yeah, good. Yeah, it's it one hundred percent specifically says. Oh, uh, no, no, I I wouldn't have done that. Chris Chris had to show me how to do it, but when I did kind of like look at it again, I was like, oh, it does say right here. Yeah, I was and so I, confused. I, I genuinely I, thought I, I got three, a dead bottle. Readings for nerds. I, <laughs> I, I learned today there was three different styles, so I have to keep that in mind uh, if and when I get new pneumonia. And I don't even think Travis Ammon- like listens ammonia. to the podcast, so like he's not even going to hear me doing these teach outs of ammonia. Um, we can uh, we get a yeah. good clip. We can we can make it real or something. But we need someone to volunteer to help do that because I ain't got time for that shit. Anybody got time for that? No. All right. Well, let's give it a give it a taste. Let's go, Big Grayson. Now, before you do that, no, go ahead, go, go, go. No. Might as well. You got it open now. Oh, oh, right in the uh, eyeballs. They got a good... that, that was in the eyes. <laughs> uh, big Grayson taking it works. his first shot of uh, ammonia from the lift hard live easy. I love it. Yeah. yeah, right. It goes right up the nose and in behind the eyes, and then it just... To the other host, that is not a dud bottle. I <laughs> Sorry, Tanner. There's been times, too, where, like, I hand it to somebody, and I'm just like, yeah, this is, like, the weakest one I have, so, like... Yeah, and then they'll die. Like they'll, their eyes will go red and they'll cry. And I'm just like, I was about to throw that bottle out. Like, <laughs> it's okay. That just reminded me. It's funny you say that. Uh, so that this was probably I don't know three years ago now. It, we had taken a, we were in Aberdeen for something. I don't remember what it was for, but obviously I got a got a lift in at Massonomics Gym, and uh, I had tried Juji Mufu's smelling salts and that's, that stuff has slaps i was so close to not being able to hit my bench attempt like <laughs> literal yeah. tears and that's never happened to me before i mean like yeah. i said i'm not i'm not using smelling salts a lot but just tears and i'm like wow that that was strong super yeah, strong his stuff is fucking insane and like so the one meet i did um the last meet i did i was going through and i was like I went through like three bottles that were just dead and then some, like, and they were all obsidian, but they were just dead. They were just there for so I don't know. Yeah. And then somebody handed me his and I was like, all right, sure. And I was like, what? And then even I was like, that's almost too strong for me. And I yeah. love nose bleach. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was borderline. I definitely wait almost way too much. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Okay. That's our ad read. Yeah, no, I don't think yeah. code unpaid and add water. <laughs> no, just code unpaid and follow the instructions. Yeah, yeah, true. 100%. Stay yep. in school, kids. <laughs> we got a game we should play. All right. You want to do unpaid and underrated? That is our game. You familiar with the game there, Mr. Grayson? Uh, unpaid being overrated and underrated being underrated. Uh, use your druthers, you know all that fun stuff so i will dive in for ah whole screen just moved Shit. yeah it was me i'm adding things son of a gun all right well i'm gonna jump in here so i'll just go from the top the so unpaid or underrated mr grayson silver star car washes <laughs> uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna use my druthers here for sure um i think i think the consensus is in general um underrated for me personally uh very much unpaid um for those that don't know it doesn't really matter but it adds context to the story 
Um, I had gotten a new vehicle earlier this year uh, and replaced my first car that I drove for like 12 years. And, uh, you know, I wanted to take care of it, keep it looking nice. And I ran it through some automatic car washes and it's a black car. And I noticed that there was, and Hannah laughs at me. She's like, I can't even see them. Tons of small swirls and scratches on the new paint. And I'm like, God damn it. And she's just laughing at me. Like she can't even see them, but like, so very much, uh, unpaid for me. Won't ever use them again, touchless only, or I'll wash my own car. Uh, I have a story similar to yours. So I, there's a car wash by me that you buy a subscription to. You pay every month and you can go once a day, anytime you need to. And because I don't like, if I can't see out my windshield and I hadn't realized that my windshield wipers were shit. I was just like getting my car washed all the time. Well, the one day I go through the car wash and keep in mind, I've been going here for two years at this point. My fucking back windshield wiper falls off. We're driving and I go to use it to wipe. And then suddenly it just flies off. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then the next time we go through, it rips my antenna off. And my antenna is a thousand dollars to fix minimum. Wow. Because it's a Sirius XM antenna. And so like, I had to go in there and be like, I need to cancel my subscription. The guy's like, yeah, no problem. He starts talking. He turns to me and goes, uh, you know, suggest a reason why. And then I was like, irreparable damage, man. Like, I'm not mad about it. Cause it's not like you were in there busting up my car, but yeah, those, those automatic car washes. And it just happened to coincide with us installing a hose right outside so I can do it myself. But like, yeah. Stay away from automatic car washes, touchless only or do it yourself and get, makes- get good windshield wipers. That makes sense. That's all sound advice. All right. Number two for me, I am going to ask. <laughs> I saw that one, Grayson. That stuff's still hitting you, isn't it? <laughs> it I, I feel like we just started. I'm, I'm good for two more hours. You really are ready to dive right in. And then talk, as one would say. All right. So unpaid or underrated Marlin's Truck Stop Restaurants. <sighs> I'm going to have to say I don't mind the food, but there's nothing special about it. Um, I'm going to have to go with unpaid. I think they just, uh, you know, it's, is that like a popular thing out where you guys are at? It's, it's very much, I don't know if it's like a Midwestern thing. Maybe it is. Um, yeah, there's, there's for sure one in, in, um, Aberdeen. I don't know if there's any. Yeah, unpaid. Yeah, this might. I think this, this might have been one that from someone that maybe just knew where you were from and just kind of threw it out there. So what's what? What is it like? Like, I think we stopped. We stopped at several truck stops. I am. I am for a guy who is my size and stature. I'm very comfortable at truck stops. For some, we've discovered on our last trip to the Midwest, uh, and there was one that had like a gym and a showers and a gaming room. And like a lounge, and then there was another, like there was the other smaller ones that had the weird shit, like the swords and wolf shirts. Which talk about truck stocks, or is or is Marley's like, <laughs> is uh, Marlin's like different? Is it like a diner? Uh, it's it's at least the one in Western Northeast South Dakota is very much a diner. Um, and it, it, I would say it's probably middle of the road, right? It's probably like half diner, 
and then half a convenience store. I don't even know if that one has, I assume it has showers. I haven't checked. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't do anything special. I think the Waterton truck stop, that's where Hannah and I like to stop when we make our road trips. That one's super nice. Like <laughs> they've got claw games and stuff. Like you said, like it's very much a big, yeah, it's a, it's, I think that's the one we might've stopped in because it, it could have been, it's huge. It like, was, the one I stopped in, no, actually that one was closer to Minnesota, but I did stop in one in Aberdeen, not Aberdeen, but like, so we're, we're coming from the East, obviously. And we stopped at a truck stop and that is where like, it was just like just uncomfortable amount of political stuff, swords <laughs> and like wacky shit. But then they are also selling my favorite energy drink for a dollar a can. And then I was like, I might clear you out, <laughs> but like that might've been. Did you, did you drive in or over through Minnesota then? Okay, so I'm guessing you probably either went through the Watertown truck stop or the Summit truck stop, and it's, both of. I think this one was right out, like right at the edge of Minnesota. Yeah, they're both. It might have been Summit then, which that's a pretty big. That's a new truck stop too. Like, yeah, it's a it's a big deal when these small it's towns get, wild. get these <laughs> get these big gas stations and truck stops. Like, if this was a Mad Max, I expected an octagon. <laughs> like. <laughs> All right, Grayson. Uh, speaking of Minnesota, let's go with unpaid or underrated Minnesota Vikings. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, in my heart, I want to say they're underrated, but uh, they're very much unpaid, especially if you live on this side of the state. There are so many Vikings fans, and anyone that's not a Vikings fan probably just thinks they are insufferable to be around because they're they're always mediocre and they get your hopes up just enough to make you think that they might be worth something. And then they're just garbage and it never fails. So unpaid. That's, that's everybody's team. That's what it, it's, yeah. But it's especially Toronto. <laughs> so their, their heyday with Moss, Culpepper and uh, Carter and all those guys, that would have been, you would have probably been too young to really be a part of that or follow that. Because that was that was I was in middle school or in elementary school when that was a thing, probably maybe middle school. Yeah, I was born in '95, so I caught you know. Okay, yeah, you you were like fucking three when Moss was in the league. Yeah, my memories were like Brad Johnson, you know. I remember like Moeldy Moore, Michael Bennett, like those guys, which yeah. was like the tail end slash really not. You know, Carter yeah, was like, kind of done by the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'll hand the baton to Mr. Joey, and he'll bring us home on these last three. Cool. I added two, and one was there before. I don't know why I announce that every week. <laughs> people, <laughs> people want to know. We gotta people want to know, right? like, what last minute adjustments did I make to drive Keith insane? I'm good. <laughs> it's just oh. funny. I always feel like you, you, you pick up steam towards the end of the podcast because you're three sheets to the wind, and I'm like. I'm tired. Are we done yet? But do so <laughs> it's funny because I'm the same way at work after a long shift. So like I'll come in like ready to go. Like, let's do this. Let's get to work. And then about halfway through the shift, I'm exhausted. I hate this. I want to go home. I'm leaving. I don't care. But then like, like, let's say it's a 12 hour shift. The last two hours, I'm at my most excited because like I'm probably delirious at that rate. <laughs> um 
jacked on caffeine and probably smelling salts. And but I know I go home soon. Yeah. And I'm so happy when I get to go home soon and I'm exhausted. Um, so yeah, I pick up steam towards the end there because like I've also like I've been talking to somebody for the past little while and it's exciting. Um so unpaid or underrated metalcore. I always get that question. They always leave that one for me. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. That's different from the one we had last week, right? Well, no. Deathcore was the one we had last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deathcore is the Brie Brie Brie, and Metalcore is the Bleh. Yeah, unless it says country or like Southern rock, I'm probably not going to touch it. Yeah, that's, I think for me, that's that's underrated. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, another thing Hannah uh, gives me shit for, we have opposite tastes in music. Um, metalcore and that kind of genre, subgenre, is pretty much all I listen to, regardless of what I'm doing. So who's your favorite? Who's your favorite at the moment? Like obviously, if it's your favorite genre, you're going to cycle favorites all the time. Um, you know, uh, there. So I can't think of the song names right now, but I can get you the band here in two seconds. Um, is it Electric Callboy? Because it should be. <laughs> well, and so I'm not super good with subgenres, so maybe this doesn't qualify. Uh, you can tell me, Joey. It's um, shoot, where is it? Uh, if I were you, that's like heavy what I'm into right now. Oh, I've never even heard of that. That's yeah, fun. They've got some songs that are pretty heavy. So I'm very much underrated for me. Like that's my hype music. That's my I'm driving to work at 730 in the morning music or home. doesn't really matter. Underrated. Um, have you heard Electric Callboy? This would be like the 15th time I've gone on about them in however many episodes we've had. I haven't. Okay. You might want to if you're a metalcore fan. Take some notes. Electric Callboy. Yeah, they're called Eskimo Callboy in the rest of the world, but in North America, that shit gets you canceled. So they're Electric Callboy. Um, and yeah, it's it's a metalcore band. If you go back and listen to their older stuff, a really shitty metalcore band um, who suddenly realized that they'd have more fun being funny. And yeah, definitely give them. They add some techno into it. They add some like dubstep. They have elements of deathcore and metalcore. It's out there. That's interesting because I definitely went through a, a EDM uh, phase for sure. I went to EDC in Las Vegas. For anyone not familiar, that's like the biggest festival in North America. So I don't really listen to it anymore. But that sounds like that sounds pretty interesting. It's I, it's I a good listen to that. I used to listen to it a lot. It, it's one of those things where like you'd go, well, why don't more people like the prodigy did it a little bit, right? Remember the prodigy firestarter, uh, smack my bitch. No. Oh, geez. Okay. So they did a little bit of like a hardcore crossover with EDM. Um, but these guys, for some reason, like you would think when somebody goes, explains that to you where they're like, well, they're kind of dance. But then they also have elements of metalcore and deathcore. You'd go like, those don't match. Well, when Electric Callboy does it, they fucking do. So you might enjoy that one. Cool. Yeah, that's. I'm intrigued. I'm gonna look them up. Yeah, that one and the one I mentioned last week, Jaluka. They do the same thing. They're a Japanese metalcore band. Um, everybody's been asking me in the Discord to to repeat it. So it's Jaluka. And if if you look up black or B L V C K, that's when you get the most black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'll give you a second to take your notes. All right. 
unpaid or underrated sushi? Uh, my, my one experience with it was not good. <laughs> did you get sick? No, I did not get sick. Uh, I just looked like an idiot. Uh, I'm going to say unpaid and I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, we, we were at a, uh, you know, one of those, uh, open grills where they make their, make your food in front of you and everything. I can't even hibachi. Oh yeah. Like a hibachi. Yeah, hibachi yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we were with, uh, uh, Hannah's family and I wanted to try sushi and I can't remember if I got, you know, actual raw fish or not, but you know, it was rolled up and everything and, mm-hmm. and I hadn't just ever tried it before. And I got, you know, it's served with wasabi, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. So I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, guacamole. Yes. Oh, you yes. dumbass. Oh, I love it. Probably half of it. Like, I had it, like, on my tongue when Hannah and her mom were like, <laughs> don't. It was too late. And no, don't. Yeah. It was way too late. And I don't even know if it was real wasabi, but oh, it doesn't God. matter because that shit was hot and incredibly uncomfortable very much unpaid wasabi does uh, the same thing ammonia does it goes right <laughs> up your nose like it was, it, not, it was not pleasant <laughs> it was bad i gotta i have to defend sushi you can't judge overall sushi based on your poor decision to <laughs> house guacamole slash wasabi oh, sweet guacamole that's, on my raw fish i'm so that, fucking excited that's <laughs> like I would like I I hate hot stuff, but I might eat wasabi over fucking guacamole and sushi because that'd be a weird ass. Like I can't even imagine. Oh god, I'm, I'm dying here because I'm just thinking of the thought process of raw Guaca- fish. Oh. oh sweet guacamole! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's exactly there's nothing else going on in my brain except that's good. That's and, awesome, and, and that's I love green, fish. So and probably I just goes eat, on fish. Oh, oh that's fantastic. That. that made me so happy to hear. This yeah, story. that was. I wish I'd done that one last. I'm going to post that as a story or a reel. <laughs> oh, well, the reason I asked is because of the weeb stuff that I was just like, uh, how, yeah. how far into this is he? Yeah. All right. Oh, and I, I very much love fish too. So uh, give it another try and just yeah. Yeah, ask yeah, a few just more questions. A, I wouldn't Dude. eat the guacamole. <laughs> Quick follow up. Do you eat a lot of guacamole with regular fish? Like, is that a thing? I was like, uh, no. I'm just. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know where that's And he's like, he's like, he's getting his Friday fish and chips, and he's just like, also, <laughs> don't forget the guac. <laughs> yeah, that's that's never happened. And I grew up eating a lot of fish with yeah. with all the fishing I did with my dad. So I don't know where that came from. That's I great. love that. That's my favorite thing so far. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm not kind of upset. I don't think this one is going to be as fun. Um, but I wanted to get your take on it. Uh, unpaid or underrated, Brock Lesnar. I South Dakota boy. I think. Well, you did some wrestling. I <laughs> he was he was an NCAA champion. Uh, I was not an NCAA champion. Uh, <laughs> I wrestled for one year in middle school. I know. I'm just <laughs> and then uh, I I I think I think he's underrated because I think it's super cool that he's from Webster. Um, yeah, I was a shit wrestler though. So and now he's Canadian. Is he? Yeah, he's dual citizen. He That's bought a cool. ranch. He bought a ranch out west. That's fuck this. I'm tired of people. He just bought a place as far away from humans as he could get. All right, bonus question: Unpaid, underrated SpongeBob. Oh, absolutely <laughs> underrated, hundred percent. It is a great show. That's that. I, I grew up watching SpongeBob. We still, Hannah and I quote it all the time. Our friends quote it. 
honestly, I think it's funnier the older I've gotten. Like, yeah. I think there's so much hidden humor in it. And yeah, definitely underrated. With my two-year-old running around just learning gibberish, I often doodle bob at her. <laughs> and I'll just say, hi, hi. Like, I'll just <laughs> yeah, start. Good. My wife knows it. My wife knows doodle bob better than I do, but I do that to her all the time. Or um, uh, in university, um, we would call stepping on a beach. Oh, yeah. It, that was our code for let's go get hammered. You guys uh, want to go step on a beach tonight? Yeah, do, 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 do step on a beach and yeah. So, all right, I agree. Well, I think you passed unpaid and underrated, especially that sushi story. I should have saved that one for last, but you never like I never know where this shit's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, where it's I'm just I just made the Japanese connection, and I was like, I wonder if like I'll get anything out of him based on the weave conversation. And no, we got gold. <laughs> did that actually so like did, did did that traumatize you for a minute when you were like the next time you actually saw guacamole like at a real mexican restaurant or like any like were you like fuck that i'm not i'm not getting tricked again no because he didn't order fish oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh no i i i like guacamole enough i actually just had it in my burrito today actually uh delicious I love so. guacamole i do homemade guacamole all the time yeah no i think did it was just that you know that first five or two shit and interestingly, I add cayenne to my guacamole when I make it. So my guacamole is already spicy. Yeah, I am not a hot foods guy at all. So that made that even worse. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, I'm sorry. Jalapenos <laughs> are like very hot for me, like very, very hot. And it ruins my mm. taste for the food. I, I brush my teeth with wasabi. Like it's delicious for me. So <laughs> yeah, it's, I can yeah. see, I can imagine just like sneaking that up on you. You poor, poor guy. <laughs> That's fine. Right. You got anything you want to ask us there, Mr. Grayson, for one of our uh, closing segments? Uh, yeah, I've got a few questions here. Um, hearkening back to um, Dr. Big Jake's episode, um, you guys had asked him, you know, he's a doctor and all. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly, you guys had mentioned, you know, being he's a doctor, he kind of went through a story of what the profession he's in. He gets asked things, you know, diagnose me, fix me, whatever, off the clock. I want to know, based on your guys' day jobs or maybe a special skill you guys have or uh, something you're good at that's maybe not your day job, do you have like one specific story? that's super funny or totally off the wall involving someone asking you about that. I don't have anything like necessarily specific that I can think of top of my head, but like I get asked about like, clearly everyone knows I'm a home gym guy and I get regularly people that like are trying to get into home gym, like, like people that like, like people that are already into the home gym scene, like they can do their own research and shit, but like people uh, like just, yeah, uh, you know, someone I knew from high school the other day that like just randomly follows me. She was like, Hey, this, this is my home gym. She sent me like a fucking, like a two minute video of like walking me through it. I was like, I really want to, I think about moving this over here and moving that there. Like, what do you think? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, that's a lot to, I just like, I, I gave her a couple paragraphs back kind of just like a general answer. So I guess it does kind of correspond with what you're asking. Uh, but yeah, for me, it's like, it's home gym stuff usually, uh, or, or I get a lot of vintage weight stuff and I'm not even like, I I'm in that world, but I'm like, so like low tier into it that I ended up like usually referring them to other people half the time, but, uh, nothing, I don't have any like 
gut busting funny stories on that. I just I do get asked a lot of home gym stuff regularly, which I'm cool with. I I, I could talk home gym stuff all day. I just noticed that the shadow behind you, Grayson, looks like a dick. Oh, it did. It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Oh, I'm waking my kids up. I was um, wondering, I was like, either Joey's got something really good right now. I just noticed talking, it. Or... I was fucking dying, <laughs> waiting for my turn to point it out. At... <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's why I don't talk about my work. It's a hundred percent why I don't. And it's because I work in cell phones um primarily in sales and as soon as somebody finds that out they just want to fucking grill you and they'll start like why are prices so high why uh, how come my phone battery that's the big one how come my phone battery die uh, and like honestly just sometimes like on the clock or off the clock i just look at them and go i don't know did you google it Yeah. Mm-hmm. D- and they'll be like, oh, I didn't think of that. I was like, no, you traveled all the way to a storefront to ask a stranger. And all I'm going to do is Google it. Like. Familiar with the let me Google that for you website. I have used that passive aggressively <laughs> for years. <laughs> okay. I think I've okay. posted it in the discord. Yeah, it's good. Um, but like genuinely, like it came down to the one day I was at um, my mom used to work in a bar. And so they had the best chicken wings. So we'd go there for chicken wings and I'm just sitting there one day and this guy just turned to me and he's like, I'm thinking of buying a new phone. What are the good deals out there? And my mom's husband at the time, he's still her husband. So he, he's literally turns to the guy and goes, first drinks on you. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? And he goes, you're not on the clock. He knows that if he wants your time, he's paying for it. And I was like, you can do that. And from then on, that was always it. Like, no, I don't, you know, and where I work, you, um, you need a membership to come and talk to me. So if people message me on the internet or anything, and they ask me, Hey, what, what do you know about this? First thing I ask is, are you a member? And if they say no, I go, then I'm no help to you because we have our own pricing. We have our own costs. We have our own systems. Go figure it out where you're going to buy it. Don't make me do the whole pitch for you to take it to somebody else and give them the sale. And yeah, so that's the most I've talked about work on this podcast. It only took us 52 episodes. Um, But like, it's all and uh, genuinely, it's just like, if you're just sitting there and like, nobody's talking to you because it's not like you're always selling. Sometimes there will be times where you're not talking to somebody and they'll like, honestly, they'll just walk up and they'll just jam their phone in your face and go, how come my battery dies? And like, you just want to go, I don't fucking know that. Like nobody knows that, but you like, you, you hand their phone back to them and go, cause you spent five hours on the phone since you unplugged it. Well, how do you know that? It just looked at your battery health, which you could have done, <laughs> but you decided to burden a stranger with that question. So yeah, no, I don't have anything funny. I just have fucking my job. <laughs> All right, well, I've got I've got more of a hobby question. If I'm allowed, another question. Please. 
You can ask. Yeah, we got tons of time. Uh, so I don't relate to this. So I'm I'm always curious um, people's opinions on this. So it's, this is kind of a two parter, actually. Um, first part. So big or small, what is the one piece of gym equipment that you guys have that you could not live without? If you had to get rid of everything but one thing, you you could keep one thing. What would you keep? Okay. Do barbell plus plates count as one yeah we'll count that that's it if i couldn't deadlift i would probably stop like even the rack i would figure out a way to bench i would figure out a way to squat i've done it before it would be the barbell because you what would be the point of having a rack without the barbell yep I'm going to take that more of a what's my favorite thing in my gym, basically. And I'm going to go my bench press, my orange standalone dedicated competition bench press. I I wish it was, uh, I wish it had, I wish it was either, honestly, I wish it was either a combo rack or a competition bench that had combo rack arms so that I could like adjust up and down for the J cups. Because now I'm getting into where I have a lot more people over. It's like, got a fucking four foot 11 girl benching like fucking comp- wide competition. And then like a six foot six dude that want to bench together. I'm like, well, that's not possible on this bench. So like, that's one thing I need to add to a gym is a different bench or a combo rack. But currently for, if it was just me, like I love benching on my bench. I love the pad on it. Cause it's kind of super, I, I like a slick pad personally. And I don't like a really grippy pad because when I have a grippy pad on and I go to like fucking like get set up, and like kind of you know dig in a little bit like my shirt starts choking the shit out of me whereas on a slightly it's not slick slick it's just not grippy um so i wouldn't i wouldn't trade my bench for anything unless it was like a a, like a a, you know basically i'd I'd have to spend like five thousand dollars plus to buy something better than what i have and i'm probably not going to do that so my bench is my one key piece it's funny you say that because i had a slippy bench i had a bodybuilder bench right with adjustable up and down everywhere fucking attachment and I hated it. So I went and bought a fat pad with grip and it's the best. Like, yeah, it's so funny how you and I have the opposite on that one. I, I hate benching. I use it for incline only now the bodybuilder bench because it's just a little easier. It almost turns into military press at that point. But um, yeah, I have zero patience for slippy benches with holes in them and, and just wear stringers. You just need to come to the Arnold, go to that table where the guy just throws a bag of stringers mm-hmm. out and just buy a bunch of stringers your size. So I, I, I have basically a grippy pad that if people are like that and they're like, oh, I can't use this bench just to grip it. I just throw this fucking mat like right where their shoulders go. I'm like, now you can. You're good to go. Yeah. Ultimately, like I would have never known the difference if I hadn't driven to the Bells of Steel Warehouse and tried a bunch of their benches and then was just like, oh, my like I have a fat pad <laughs> like and I bought their not their biggest but not their smallest and it's yeah it's very comfortable the inverse of that uh within reason you could have your pick uh what's the one piece of equipment you don't have that you wish you did have maybe you're eyeing log I think somebody asked me this recently. Yeah. Log. yeah that's, okay. That's interesting, Joey, because that's probably like the least favorite implement I've ever used because I am absolutely <laughs> terrible at it. Um, Scans showed me how to use it at the Massonomics gym. Um, 
I am very strongman adjacent. There are aspects of strongman I want to get into, and log is probably the one that I want to get better at. We might have to schedule a, a training session after the around the lift hard love easy, maybe. Because I do, I am awful. Everybody is. So Scott is messaging me, asking me to sign up for that, for the strongman there. Um, Murph has mentioned I should probably sign up for the strongman there. Like, I've never done a strongman, but I'm so interested in it. And just the one day, I I think, um, yeah, Jack Nate asked me about it on this podcast. I was like, no, I am not. Like, he was like, so you're in a strongman. I was like, no. And now everybody's just like, well, why not? <laughs> and it's like, because I'm weak. <laughs> that's why i'm not doing it so i actually haven't decided if i'm signing up for powerlifting or strongman at the lift hard Levisi. i i think i have a month to figure that out but you are going to sign up for i will be there even if i don't okay that is that is the one trip i am making that's going to cost too much money the arnold we're cutting costs we're doing everything we can that is the one where i'm like i need to bust my ass in november december so i can pay for july uh, my, it's probably too big to fit in my gym. My dick would be the, uh, hammers. Yeah. My, my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the hammers, the, <laughs> yeah, readers, the hammer strength, <laughs> the, the plate loader, hammer strength, ISO row machine for like going back to work. I would, love, I would if, if it was like, if I could get one that was like 30% smaller and like fit exactly where my reverse hyper was, I'd get rid of my reverse hyper and put that there, but it's, it's, it's like double the size of reverse hyper. So I'd be out of space, but the most realistic next piece I'll probably buy is upgrading my Titan trap bar to the rogue trap bar solely because like the neural is consistent on both handles. Whereas my Titan trap bar, the high and low, like one's kind of grippy and the other is like almost smooth. I'm like, well, this is fucking stupid, but that's like a $500 upgrade for a bar that I got for free. So it's like eh, not in a hurry. But I've, I've literally, I've added like thousands of dollars for the bars to the gym this year. I was only like, I've done so much, like I've got 21 barbells, so it's hard to find new bars. I want to add. Well, I wanted to throw in one, one question like that gym question. Cause I, uh, obviously I train in a commercial gym and I like to live vicariously through <laughs> all the, the, all the gym owners in the discord to, to see what they have. And I like to hear their opinions on their, their uh, equipment. Don't, don't live vicariously through me. I work out in the dang, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's hey, like right. a smelly basement. It smells of mildew and ammonia. I, I forget those people that don't have home gyms sometimes like, cause I'm so immersed. Like I'm as deep as I'm into massonomics. I'm just as deep in like the home gym community. Like I travel to go do shit with the home gym community as well. Um, so like, I'm just like 80% of the people I know have home gyms kind of. So it's just, it's, I always forget sometimes it's like, oh yeah, he, he, he lives in an apartment, doesn't have a basement or a garage. So that makes sense. I guess they didn't have a home gym. Yeah. Uh, I, so my only experience with a home gym is in Watertown uh, during COVID. My uncle had welded me an entire uh, squat rack and he modeled it after one of rogue squat racks. And then I had borrowed a barbell and plates. So that's, that's my experience. Why haven't you made the the jaunt over to Paul Floss's or Little Sweetie's gym yet? Is is it because of the uh, the east side west side of the river there? That you guys <laughs> the, are, you know the the battle of the hospitals, <laughs> right? Actually, I think I think both of them would really appreciate it. Nate, like even oh, Jack sure. Nate was like, "Why don't people come to my gym?" No, no, yeah, I, always, no, I, I just don't think we've. I don't know that we've talked about it. Um, yeah, I'll have to reach out to him. Oh yeah, make it make that make that happen. You're gonna call out on the. Maybe all of us meet at Perfect Little Sweeties. 
you get a po- you'll get a call it on the podcast and everything. All right. You got anything else for us to close it out? One um, more, maybe. I got maybe something a little more silly. Um, I mean, if you got a couple, feel free. It's up to you. I got one one silly goose. I I got it more so for Instagram, but I'm curious. <laughs> um, unpaid or underrated kilts? Underrated pants are pants are leg prisons. The the man wants you to wear pants, Keith. I would go on page because <laughs> I'll never why. It's not that I'm like, oh, you know, only women wear dress. I could care. I was like, I just I don't think I would fit. I know my body type, and I would just uh, I would not look good in a kilt. I don't feel I'd have to. I know no thanks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It would not be flattering because you you have to you wear it kind of high, don't you? Or where is it? Sit? Yeah, like, you wear it like so. Traditionally, you wear it just over your belly button. I guess that would maybe hide my. So it would actually fit better than pants. I could see that. I guess. I yeah. Don't know. No, I'd say, and then so in the old days, I used to not wear underwear because that's a true Scotsman. Um, but then I had kids, and you can't take your kids to the park in a kilt and no underwear. <laughs> you are you are gonna end up on a registry. Yeah, so you know, we started and <laughs> started wearing underwear with them. I have three kilts actually. I have one with my family tartan. I have a uh, one from the Irish military, and then I have what's called a utility kilt, which is just straight up black, has pockets and uh, belt loops and everything like that. Like that's not a traditional kilt. That's just for when I want to wear a kilt in the world, and I will probably end up with one more before I die. There's a couple guys at my work that uh, a kilt Friday. <laughs> That's incredible. That was, yeah, highly encourage it because once you get that freedom, and it takes some getting used to the the you know it, the tuck under that you got to do <laughs> to sit down. Um, like you see women doing it, so you've got to do it. Uh, crossing your legs is interesting because <laughs> it's like sometimes um, I'm used to sitting on my legs. So when I sit down in a chair, I'll put my leg up first and sit on my leg and then wiggle my leg out. Yeah, you can't do that in a kill because you know, you're just flashing everybody. Um, but absolutely the freedom that kilts bring you is freedom. like we're nothing at all. Nothing at all. Um, I did post the banana bread at work, dude. Yeah, I saw that. I'll have to, I'll have to dive into it. I get in the bed here. I'm gonna... Jake the Snake who we've mentioned tonight already says all time favorite internet video. So it sounds like you do have to get on that. Cause that's your connection there. And speaking of uh big Jake, the snake, he is, I'm going to look at the schedule. Route. Yes, he is next week's guest. So this comes out on Tuesday. We'll be recording with him on Thursday. So if you hadn't submitted any answer, any questions for Jake, by the time you hear this, get immediately on Instagram and DM us. If you have anything for big Jake, Yep, we'll ask him unpaid or underrated banana work at bread, dude. Banana bread at work, dude. And that's a that's a that's a personal call out to you, Grayson. You said you're not super interactive on Instagram. If you do not respond to the poll asking big Grayson questions, you will be judged severely. Noted. Because he's getting called out here. Yeah, he's like he's like <laughs> we're like come on our podcast, and then you're like we're gonna judge you. If you don't I'm gonna gatekeep you hard. It puts the lotion on the skin. Just keep the sand, just, just keep the sand out of that lotion. Uh, right, yeah. Good callback. I try. Is that what you got for us? Yeah, that's about that's about it. 
Uh, and then my last question is Keith. Um, so Matt wanted to know why we bumped him this week. <laughs> well, it's because he's getting a little fucking lippy in the discord, like demanding to be on and just like pretending like we're the ones fucking avoiding him. Like, and then not answering the phone when we call him or text him. There might, we might have to have like a, like a, a, a intervention to kind intervention. of like, uh, <laughs> uh, like we need, we need like a, a, a middleman because I think he's, he's, you know, he's, he's got some bitterness towards us and I don't understand why it's like, if anything, we should be bitter towards him. So I don't know if, if the fans really want to hear him on here, you got to start letting us know we'll try harder, but I, I don't know how much harder, I don't know how much more effort we can put into this, uh, you know, ongoing weekly thing. And Grayson, you know, who, do. you know who Matt is, right? Yep. Big Matt. Yeah. Oh, he's famous. Well, he, he does pop up in my feed a lot, like surprisingly. And I think I even mentioned it on the in Discord the other day, but so much shit gets missed on there. Like every time I see something and I'm like, oh, Matt would appreciate that. Like nine times out of ten, it, it was something Matt. that he, yeah, it was either something <laughs> he posted or something that he shared. I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, that I, is literally your material. I enjoyed that conversation. But every, every, every now and then I get Every now and then I get him one or every, like at least once or twice a week I can send him something funny. But uh, you know, I, that's like I, I have at least I you know there's a handful of people I like. This person will think this is funny, but this person will think that's offensive. So I have to like juggle who I send what to. I just don't talk to anybody. It fucking works flawlessly. <laughs> <laughs> save it, just save it all for our two and a half hour podcast every week. Just make sure you offend everybody on our two and a half hour podcast, and just don't post anything on Instagram. <laughs> I uh, big big Nate since shared us our numbers the other day. I would I mean, we're we're I think we we're what two averaging ish two hundred downloads a week. I think like that's yeah. not bad for literally being a niche podcast about a niche podcast, and we're we're, we're pulling in you know two thirds of the sixty six percent of the Discord. Yeah, like that's yeah. not bad. So I'm I'm happy with that. Hey, good work, crew. We did it. You did Appreciate it. You guys, all of you did it. Uh, well, I'm okay to round out. Yeah, bringing it around downtown. Yeah, so um, we're going to dive right in, guys. I'm Joey. Like I said, if you're listening to this, you're probably already following me. If you're not, I'm on Instagram. Guys, where can we find you? <laughs> so, Big Keith, Keith Honeycutt, seventy three. Go follow my orange gym, the No Wine Cellar. Uh, Big Grayson uh, Phillips, twenty two on Instagram. That's F I L L U P S. It was also fucking impossible to find you because I yeah. know you follow me. And I was just like, okay, I gotta look up Grayson. And luckily, you're the only Grayson on my thing, but like, did not expect the Phillips thing. <laughs> so I'm glad you clarified that for us. And that's Grayson with an E, not an A, because I think a couple times I was typing it out as like Grayson with an A. And I'm, fuck is he? Like, I can't find him. So annoying. <laughs> a common misspelling. Well, yeah, I'd imagine. Misspelling. And you can find that's us at good. Unpaid and Underrated Podcast. There's a couple dots in between, but if you start, you'll find it. Um, but really the website, unpaidinteringpodcast.com, it's going to have a little bit of show notes and the show notes are going to talk to you about who the guests are, probably give you some of our codes. Maybe if the guests have their own codes, we'll start adding them to the show notes if we can, if they're willing to supply us with those, um, you know, things are only going to get better going on again. And, you know, um, big shout out, uh, Tyler Stone messaged me and said, you know, Hey guys, most podcasts don't make it past 20. That's awesome. And here we are at 52. So, like, incredible work. Um, we couldn't do it without the crew. As much as me and Keith are the people here every week, uh, this podcast 
is put together by so many people in the background that you know grayson you're getting a little hint of it you've seen the the chat there that's just for the guests those are all the people that have put this together since we started and so i just want to you know thank everybody grayson thank you for joining hopefully you know you can continue to continue to contribute to what we do here you know the when you've listened to every episode i would hope and expect that you have input for the future episodes um because you're the reason we're here not just you grayson that's out to everybody that's you know really giving us the support that means tanner spending his money well <laughs> no and I, I think i speak for the crew you guys make this super fun and engaging so i think it's a, a good time for everyone involved good we like to hear that sometimes it's like did we, did we talk about enough massonomic stuff to like still be mass? Like sometimes I feel like we didn't talk about massonomics at all. And like, are people going to not tune in? Like we're, we just literally dove into the crew, the guests so hard that like, Hey, we forgot to kind of make it a third about massonomics. And some, sometimes we talk about massonomics half the episode. And sometimes it's like just to see hair. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's just gonna, it's going to ebb and flow through each week. So hopefully you guys are, you know, enjoy joey and i's personality enough to like kind of just dig the podcast as it standalone and if not you know then just cherry pick the episodes whatever but nobody enjoys nobody enjoys my personality (laughs) (laughs) i think our our our, our banter is gonna be somewhat amusing at times like i mean i'd I'd hope i did actually so i got into a lull of there like i just getting overwhelmed with life and work like i i didn't listen i didn't re-listen to a handful of episodes maybe like there was like a two or three week span i was just like i didn't get to it and i feel like i I felt left out because I know Nate added some funny shit that I just missed out on. Um, but I did was able to consume all last week's episode. Uh, I just had a really long drive this week and I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's do it. And I was like, oh man, I really need to get back into the, like consuming the podcast. It's just, it's fun. It really is. Even from even living through it every week, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I need to honor the podcast by consuming it, but sometimes it's just hard. Life's busy. <laughs> I, and I think I said that last week, like we do it, we record it. But then like a week later, I don't fucking remember any of it. And I like, I, you guys make me laugh every week that I'm listening to this. And I make me laugh because I don't come up with this shit beforehand. Like I'm mostly doing improv while I'm on here. But I think specifically sometimes my wife will come up to me and she'll go, I just got to the part where, and then I'll remember. Like she, said, she came to me, I think she listened to it yesterday and she walked up and she went, I just got to the part where you talk about pulling out and I fucking died. Like I died like laughing. And she's like, no, it is. It's that funny, but I just can't laugh because like, it's too funny. And it was just, it was great to hear that kind of thing that like, even my wife, my laugh, I make her laugh all the time too. So I was going to make that an Instagram content and I never got around to it, but it's still, I don't even remember what I, I said do. yet. I don't even remember exactly. Well, I made a, I, I made a segue about like, you know, don't, you know, oh, I said something about, cause we were talking about uh, Jack and Ginger's mustache. And I was like, and that was the first time a ginger ever pulled out or a guy with a, no, a guy with a mustache ever pulled out, you know, cause like porn stash and made a segue to that. And then we went on the whole, like, don't get your old lady pregnant and miss the fucking meat. And then you went, into a, <laughs> then you went a little graphic with it. And like, I was going to, I think I actually, when I was listening back to it, I even screenshotted like the timestamp ish. So yeah. then when I, when I did go to, to get the video, I knew like roughly where to look, but I just fucking, I haven't got to it. Yeah. But. It's so that's not my joke. I think I've heard that joke before. <laughs> so like, I wouldn't like point that out there as something 
um, hilarious, but uh, anything um, to pump, pump our views. I get a, I, I would assume if we build, like, I don't know. Do you think, you think we pump our views? You might as well pull out and pump in the dark. <laughs> I am curious though, if like if we've if Instagram is even worth like, have we gotten any new listeners from Instagram? Like, I don't know. Unlikely. Unlikely. We're a crew based. Like we're not, we're not gaining anything from Instagram. No. uh, So I would say we're gaining mostly from the crew. Uh, I think if we ever expanded maybe, but like I had a random stranger ask me about my podcast, like last, that last week. Cause they asked me how, um, yeah, we went to spirit Halloween. And as I was cashing out, I bought my costume and they said, um, I have a question. How do you say the word bagel? And I was like, well, I say bagel. And they were like, aha, we thought so. And then I was like, you know, what's really funny is I have a podcast where they just consistently rip on me for the way I say things. (laughs) And they were like, really, what's your podcast? So like, I think maybe we got one or two listeners from that. And if you're listening, hilarious. (laughs) It's like, you probably are so bored by now. I love my 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 wife kind of uh we've been having Who? some issues with like what yeah my wife of like where I can podcast just because with with the new cats now um we can't keep certain doors open so where my where I was recording is now where the litter box is so that door has to be open and then the wife my wife doesn't want to have the bedroom door shut because she wants the cats to be able to come in the bed and play with her and sleep on her and shit I'm like well I'm gonna re- like I'm sorry but like I can't just like not record my podcast so then like i'm in like a different spare bedroom but it's uh, it's just been a pain but uh i was getting the fuck with everyone with this what the hell did i say when i first started talking Some, something about it. the butlers and all your spare bedrooms Ooh, no i literally <laughs> <have> <laughs> my house it's tight fuck oh no uh i love podcasting so much because she was like is this like is this podcast gonna be keep keep going on forever and i was just like well i don't know if this podcast will but i'm gonna podcast for the rest of my life i feel at this point like i when if this podcast dies next year or two years from now because we just have interviewed everyone and we just retire whatever like i'm gonna keep podcasting oh that's when i'll dive into like a home gym podcast or something like i've other one of my buddies already kind of like approached me to do that before i started this one and i just never followed up with him about it and now it's like okay well that i could do that i could literally just talk about home gym shit once a week with even with myself if i have to like i'm gonna podcast for the rest of my life in some capacity i feel you could just make a podcast where you just list things that cost money <laughs> and then put it on youtube and yep. then try to and then you know <laughs> reap, reap the benefits of having a ad-based youtube channel as some of our sisters do speaking of that see us out keith see you next tuesday boys uh, uh.